Welcome to With It Team, a Harry Potter cast for true Potterheads. Usually each week we discuss a chapter from the Harry Potter series, but today we're doing something a little different. I'm Robin. And I'm Bayana. Today we're doing another bonus episode. And joining us today to recap LeakyCon 2018 are members of the Leaky BSU, Connie, Portia, and Delia. Yes, we are here. <laughs> we are out here. We're, we're like so- legit out here. We're so out here, they put us in their promotional material. Like, if, you got a, if you went to LeakyCon and you're listening to this, and you got a leaky email that said, thanks for coming, open up That's that us. email and be like, hey, what's up? I know them. Uh, really quick announcements. Use the hashtag Wizard Team on Twitter to follow along. Or follow along. You can also tag and follow us at We Black and Nerds. And if you would like to become a Patronus or send us a cheering charm, you can do so at blackgirlscreate.org slash donate. Um, and if you want to support us but don't have the funds to do so, or even if you do, rate and review us on iTunes. And subscribe to our newsletter, follow us on social media, join our Slack channel, do all of the things. And there's no news. We will talk about that if it happens in our regular episode, as always. Now, let's get into our LeakyCon recap. Yeah, so we're, I wrote questions just because... Um, I, I was like telling Connie and Robin, like between the five of us, I feel like we were on at least 20 panels um, and some of those overlapped and some of those did not. And it just seems like that's not a lot to go through one by one. Who had never been to a leaky con before? Me. Not I. Me, me who? Delia. There we go. No, this was my first leaky con. It was a great leaky con, but it was my first. And then what were your thoughts about LeakyCon before coming? And this is for all of us, even if it's not your first time. So I, Robin, I have, I have a weird relationship with LeakyCon because um, I like, I look forward to it all year to like all year. I've, this is my third LeakyCon, but mm-hmm. I, it, it's like now a part of what I do. Um, I, I look forward to it all year and then I get there and then I'm like, oh, when is this over? Cause it's just so much. And being on staff, we just have a lot to do and, like, waking up and go, 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 go from the time you wake up until the time you're lucky enough to pass out. But I was really excited this year because, so the first year I went by myself, Eliana, shout out to Eliana. She was there, but I didn't, it was the first time we'd ever met in person. And I didn't know anyone else. I knew Mark Oshiro, but, like, I was a fan who he knew existed. Does that make sense? Like, mm-hmm. we wasn't like we knew each other yeah. very well. And then last year was in Dublin, and I was excited because Eliana and Portia and Bayana were also there. So I had I knew that I was going with people that I could, like, be quiet and decompress with. So I kind of knew what that was going to be like. But then this year, we were rolling deep, and I was excited, but I was also like, am I not going to be able to decompress because even when we're done for the day like we're still gonna have like the bsu you know but i was pleasantly surprised um i had like heard about leaky con but hadn't really given it much thought and also i think it's usually it usually happened far away from wherever i was so i was never like i'm gonna go out of the state to go to LeakyCon by myself and I sort of only had like interest in going because of you Robin um, saying you know let's roll deep 
and then last year it was out of the country and I was like I can't roll that deep so <laughs> I, um, it was in the United States uh, where I could attend um, and yeah I hadn't really given it much thought but I sort of knew of Melissa and I, I guess I don't think I knew it was hers or um, like connected it too much to the like the OG Harry Potter websites that I had been on back in the day just like as a reader and stuff for me it was a pretty similar experience like I prior to you know finding Hogwarts BSU and Wizard Team and all that after the Black Hawk, Hogwarts tag or hashtag or whatever trended on Twitter I knew of WikiCon like I followed it um I used to really want to go when I was a lot younger but I a, I didn't have money. B, I'm not going to go by myself. I didn't have Harry Potter friends like that. And like like Connie said, it was always out of the state. And, you know, not feeling like I'd fit in was a big thing when you're going by yourself and you're riding solo. <laughs> so when Robin and Brianna were like, hey, you're interested in being on some panels? I'm like, wait, you're telling me I go to LeakyCon and already have friends? Like, I'm in. I'm down. <laughs> and like, it was weird, though, because... You know, because I followed it, I knew of people. I think Connie was even there. We were, I think, the podcast channel. And Melissa was on that one. And it it was just a lot of weird moments where I'm like, oh, I know that person. And then it'd be like, well, duh, she's so-and-so. I'm like, yeah, but I've spent so much time fandom adjacent. I don't know how I know these people. I just know I've seen them places. And it was right. kind of this weird sort of out-of-body thing. And that kept happening over the weekend. But it was it was really fun. It was a lot funner in different ways than I expected it would be back before I'd gone. I had said this thing and I'm going to say it again because hearing you guys and like I was honestly the same way like I knew it existed I'd always wanted to go but I wasn't going to go by myself and then when we started Wizard Team I was it was like I don't know the thing that we always talk about with Wizard Team is like how clutch like how things have just fallen into place really nicely mm-hmm. and so I was turning 30 and I was like I have this podcast that I want to like, I want people to know about and I want to go to this, this thing. I've always wanted to go to this thing. And I'm, I was doing that, like not really year. It was my mini year of yes. Like I'm not going to say that I did all, all of the things, but it was a mini year of yes. So I was like, I'm terrified of public speaking. So I'm going to do a panel. Um, and and so um, this whole weekend, I was like, I, I walked so we could run. Because, <laughs> like, <laughs> I did do it by myself. And it was ter- It wasn't terrible. It was definitely, like, I see the value in this. And this would be awesome if I was not alone. Yeah. I mean, I think for me, and then I want to hear Portia's thoughts, too. Like, I, like, that year when Robin was doing it was the year that I moved to Chicago. So, like, I was like, I can't then be going to cons when I just (laughs) moved right and then like and then on top of it too I think that I had a similar thing where I was like do I really want to go to a Harry Potter convention like because this was when she was going to Leviosa Con and I was like do I really want to do that like is that actually going to be a place where I feel like welcome and comfortable and like all that kind of stuff I was like it just doesn't seem like a place that even though we had already started Wizard Team by that point and like we're you know fully in that like I was just kind of like I don't know, I had some trepidation about it and then she did LeakyCon and I felt I was just jealous that I couldn't be there. I was like, this seems really cool and I was like, okay, next year I'm definitely gonna go and then they were like, it's in Dublin and I was like, well shit, I just got off of, like, Robin and I just got off an international, like, thing and I was like, okay, so how do I get to 
Dublin next year. <laughs> you know, I was like, God damn. Like, I was I not remember texting that. you. I was like texting her the whole weekend when it was in LA. And then my and they head, announced like, oh, yeah, it. And I was like, you're doing this like, uh, like, this could be great if you were here. This is good. But this could be great if you were with me. And I was like, just like gassing her up and gassing her up. And they announced it the last night of Leaky Park LA. And I was like, there's some of the bitches in Dublin. Yeah. We just got back from- yeah. Like literally just got back from London. Like, where am I going to find the funds? You know what I mean? To like, and Leaky Park LA, like I stayed with our aunt. Like it was, you know, basically at, in my backyard. So that is where I found the funds for that because right. it was not going to happen. <laughs> Right. So, yeah. So, I mean, and so I think that that was kind of my thing coming into it, but because Robin went and like, and then, you know, we ended up being invited to be on staff and stuff. It just made more, like it felt a little bit more like, okay, I can go and like, people are nice and like, it'll be fine. And then we went and it was fun. And Um, shout out to my father for working at an airline. But Portia, what were some of your thoughts about LeakyCon before you came? Shouts out to Robin, of course, for being the trailblazer and pioneer she was for us all. Um, she walked so that we could run. <laughs> and next year we're gonna fly. Next year we're gonna dance. Hopefully, we're gonna. Um, <laughs> but um, so, um, I honestly think that I maybe had heard about Leaky content gently over time. Not that I really was, like, in the, again, like, not really was in the Harry Potter fandom that much, but, like, I did, eat, at some point, I used to, like, mess around with MuggleNet, but that was a long time ago, and I think it, I think maybe that, maybe I just knew about it from there, maybe, but I didn't really, I hadn't really, like, thought of that idea or concept, like, of a Harry Potter con for a while, and I think maybe I'd even, like, first con I ever went to probably was like New York Comic Con which is really really large and really scary for like yeah. an you know a lot of oh, it's overwhelming so it was like through watch, listening to uh, Wizard Team and to the podcast that I like a lot about I heard Robin talk about her experience and I also she like for a second or two was uh, working with the HPA and so that kind of and the HPA is the Harry Potter Alliance um I uh, started volunteering with them as well. And then so I started knowing, like, okay, I have, like, people within the fandom that I could hang out with at different places. Um, And so I ended up, when I went to LeakyCon last year in Dublin, I knew I'd have Bayon and Robin. And I was also working the booth for the HPA. So I had people at the HPA that I could see as well. So it was honestly through having multiple communities that I knew that I could be with, that I knew that I'd be okay at LeakyCon. And this year for Texas, it was just like, oh, it's going to be more fun. It's going to be more people that I know. And um, it's going to be like the crowd is going to be a little different. And being Southern, I was like, oh, what is what are Southern Potterheads like right now? <laughs> um, so what were you looking forward to for this LeakyCon like specifically it was like the one thing that you were that's it the bsu (laughs) that's it like honestly um so you know like going out of the state to go to a con is i mean i've done it before i went to san diego and stuff but that was also with robin Uh, robin's just my con con a sewer (laughs) 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 sorry not sorry 
I'm never going to get this point out. Um, But, you know, going out of the state to go to a Harry Potter convention is sort of like, I would never do it if I was going by myself. Um, And, like, if it were in New York, it'd be easier. But, like, knowing that Leaky kind of travels around, it's like, "Mm, I could get to it if it came around this way at some point. But for to know that, like, I'm going with my my friends, my cousins, um, was the most exciting part. It was just like, you know, I don't get to see Robin and Bayana very much, but, like, I want to hang out with them, like, all the time, um, which I do digitally, but not in, like, person. So <laughs> um, that was part, that was the major thing of it. It was just like, oh, getting to hang with my friends, Cousin Con uh, Part 2 of the year. And then it was just like, oh, and Porsche's going, and we going to meet Delia? Oh, snap. And then, like, you know, just the idea of, like, all of us getting to hang out that we kind of hang out in Slack all the time. Um, was the biggest part for me, and it was sort of like, we could be kind of doing anything else, but we're going to a Harry Potter convention, which just elevates the main reason why I'm excited to hang out. And it's just like, Leaky was the was secondary, and was just the thing that would make us all the happiest in our hangout, because we're in a thing that we're so excited, and like, the reason why we know each other, but Leaky was, Leaky was the secondary part. It was just like, hanging with my friends and meeting... Um, our community and then like the idea of making new friends and the idea of like showing out that we are here we are forming a community and we're trying to expand that community those were the sort of main draws for me she's such a hufflepuff i was about to say that was such a hufflepuff answer <laughs> i would say yeah like, very, that brings me right back to whenever we oh. made our new friend i'm like she's bringing that same energy back yeah <laughs> oh my god can we just do a quick shout out to danielle who yes. we made we yes. made a friend who was basically like she was she was robin 20 16 and 20 but she was danielle 2018 she's like i'm here i came i don't know she came by herself from new york too she came from new york too and but we came with squad and we were like i would never do (laughs) right and she walked past the hpa booth and portia was doing some portia something and And portia was like one of our panels too before she came to one of our panels and like she looked at the table and was just like hi and i was like hi nice to meet you but there was so like you know like after a yeah and i had to go that was the day where i was back to back yeah we probably had like other things to do so it was just like hi i see your face hey what's up (laughs) but we all have to like move and you know people are thirsty for ribbons and i'm just like here's a here's a thing did you get a ribbon and blah 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 so um we'd seen her there and then i came by when she was talking to portia which might have been the second time she was talking to you i think yeah it was yeah so uh, portia said Portia told me that she said, you ain't alone. So what had happened was, way was down at, the when I'm at the booth, like I can be like, I'm a decent saleswoman if I say so myself <laughs> um, and I can like be chatty, even though I'm like introverted. I don't know. I can do, I can do it. When you're, in a, role, social- when you're in a very particular position and you know what you're trying right. to say and you have your yeah. mission, it's easy for introverts. It's at least for so me, nice it's like to like turn into like. This, yeah, like, extroverted yeah. person because I I find myself doing that the same thing. It was just like, and then you go crash. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. So I was like sitting there chatting up people at the booth, and uh, Danielle came. Like honestly, all day. I feel like I honestly I joke, but this is like I felt this way a little bit. Like I felt like Harriet Tubman in a way where I was just like, <laughs> oh my God. I would think people like walk by the booth, and I would like if they were black, I would like look at them and like smile, and they'd be like smiling back or like nod back so and like give yeah, them an extra look like <laughs> mm, <laughs> we out here, yeah, come by the table, I'll talk. 
Um, and so I've been doing that like all day, basically. And <laughs> Danielle came by, uh, and like I really had really great conversations with different people. Um, so if anyone's ever interested in volunteering with the booth, it's fun. It's a fun way to meet people if you have the time. Um, but so I was at the booth talking to different people. Danielle came by, started chatting. She said she was there by herself. I was like, uh, what? So I was like, I was like confused. Like you're, you're where, why by yourself? Like from New York, that's a lot. And then, uh, she said she'd gone. I asked her if she'd seen the panels earlier and she was like, yeah, she'd seen, she went to one by one of the panels that was by wizard team, uh, or by black girls create. And I was like, Oh, you should like come by later. If you're like, feeling lonely or whatever you're not here alone like we'll help you like i'll like introduce you to them and then we can all like hang I out and, she's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> cool. and then she like it was like the end of the day i didn't even know she's gonna take me up on it but i'm like if you're here by yourself like if yeah. you're not here like you, especially because you were you at can a, come by me a and position, i'll like like a, a, st- st- a static position where someone could actually find right you. right so it's like I'll, I'll be right here um, so she came back. I was like, oh, yay. Like, and uh, y'all, like, had come and found y'all were, like, coming for me. And I was like, oh, they're waiting for me. And now I can introduce her to them. Um, and so that's what I did. It was really fun. Um, My I favorite really was when we went to dinner or when we were going to dinner or on our way or whatever. We were leaving the convention center. And she was like, can I come with y'all? And we're like, girl, you are yeah. here. Like, we what already invited her. You are. You're already here. <laughs> I thought she knew you were coming. I, like I literally was like, I, I, is, I, that's where we going. <laughs> I was a little confused. It was like my first day with the group, but she even at like at that stage after like one whole day, she was like, "Can can I come with y'all?" I was like, "Yeah, of course you can come. Like this is established. I already know, so you can come." <laughs> you are all on the same page there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I that was kind of one of my favorite things. Just. I think that well, that wasn't my favorite moment, but I just loved the like, like how fam we were. Like we were very much just like, all right, we're out here. Okay, y'all over there, cool, and just like keeping in touch. But also, when it was time to roll out, we all kind of were like, all right, who else is coming? We good? We all I feel together? Like we moved away from what the question was, but I do want to say, did. In I don't know what the question what you- <laughs> was. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was. What was your favorite moment overall? No, oh, it was, was, was no, it was what were you looking forward to? <laughs> Oh yeah, we did that. We did that. We did that. No, one I'm the only one who answered that. No, no. Oh, okay. oh maybe. I'm the only yeah, one who answered that question. I don't even know. See, see, Robin is doing that. Meanwhile, there was a space for us to have that happen, but she always be jumping the gun, <laughs> not looking Listen. at the question. We're letting it happen organically, Music. which goes back to what I was about to say. I do like how organically it happens. Like I've met Robin and Bayana, but and Portia has met them, and we've. I don't think we. I don't think Robin and Bayana have been in New York at the same time for me and Portia to hang out with the two of them together. Um, and we'd all just met Delia. Um, but you know, the five, sort of five of us, um, plus Danielle, plus Darren, who was just, you know, Potter adjacent and just like following us around, you know, he's sort of just like, I'm in it. Yeah. You know, where y'all going to be? One of, he came to one of my panels and I stopped and was like, Hey, and then people were like, Oh, you right, like looked like, around like, really? And I was like, Oh, my bad. <laughs> um, but like our our little you know leaky BSU crew from day one was just like 
in a in a sort of system of like, all right, we know that Robin and Bayana have to do staff duties, plus all the panels they're going to be on, you know, the panels that we were each on. But then it's like, oh, I'm not on a panel, so I'm gonna go to their panel. And I do I just think that the way that we um, interacted just felt really organic having not all been together at the same time. Plus, you know, adding Danielle and like all the, you know, other people that we all got to meet. But like our little crew was just like a solid, well-running machine, I think. And I really enjoyed that aspect of it too, where it's just like, it didn't feel new, even though we all just met each other. Mm-hmm. It felt like we'd been doing this and like had been to cons before like this and no, we hadn't. As a Hufflepuff who enjoys harmony, I was just like, we are so harmonious right now! <laughs> I will say that I did enjoy like that part. I loved how quickly it became, like even like you said, like the first day we had finished our, we got off our panels, we'd finished our like staff duty Portia was finishing up at the booth and we all met at the booth because we knew that Portia was going to be the last one done. It was like home team. And then, right. Home, it was like just home like, location. Right. And like even, you know, after I forget which thing happened. <laughs> one of those days. Some of them. We were Some the last ones to finish and you guys were like, all right, well, we're down at the lobby. And like, we like, I was talking to someone else on staff and I was like, I feel bad. I feel a little bit bad, but not very bad. I don't feel bad enough to change anything I did, but that I didn't talk to anyone on staff that I wasn't like working with at the time. Cause I would like get done with my stuff and be like, all right, I got to go meet Sam. And, and I, and it was just like, like you said, it was very organic the way that it happened, but it also just felt so nice to be like, again, like one of the things that I was worried about was like, am I going to have to be on the mm-hmm. whole time. I even had a mini breakdown, like the first time I ever met Delia, and I'm like, hi, now you know this is what I am, who I am all the time. Like, the breakdown can come at any moment. And I didn't feel like normally I would I would then stress about breaking down in front of a stranger like that for the rest of it, but I just woke up. Maybe I was too tired by that point to give a hoot, but I was just like, she knows. She doesn't know. <laughs> like... You know, but it just felt like familiar very quickly. Yeah. So what were you looking forward to, Robin? <laughs> question. <laughs> I was really looking forward to the Hogwarts BSU panel and mm. shout out to one of my faves, Ahmad, because I was really, really, really looking forward to Luke Youngblood, but I also was like, I'm a professional and I will not say pop pop. I will not <laughs> Or at least we'll not be the first one to say pop pop. And we got through almost that entire panel and the no one panel. had. He was like the second the to last question. Yeah. 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 He was the last question. And he ran up there. He told me afterwards, he goes, I had to think of a question because all I really wanted to do <laughs> was say pop pop. <laughs> and it happened. And then it was like, I was like, all right, we could go home now. Like, I'm good. <laughs> you be good. And that was also my it. other favorite thing is that yeah. shout out to Eliana who couldn't make it last minute. She was, there, she was there in spirit. The whole, she was there the whole time. Like there from the, the time. from you know her, we good. That I I didn't even experience it in real life, but Robin <laughs> expressed you know she recreated the moment from San Diego Comic Con, right? Yeah, and you know just day one she 
reintroduced, she introduced that to the rest of us. And, you know, obviously we're all on our Beyonce. So it was like, yeah, we good. And like, you know, us being the crew, we good. And then Eliana, um, we were on her panels that she couldn't make, but still wanted to happen. So it was just like her name was on the on the table tents and stuff. And it was just like, she is here, you know, and uh, can't wait to roll deep uh, with her in attendance next time, as opposed to just in spirit. And I, I also, because of who Eliana is as a person, just kept looking around to see if she would just show up. <laughs> right. <laughs> just be like, I made it happen. I don't know. <laughs> Another way that, like, I'm good, we good, like, reinforce, like, Eliana's spirit in a way was that, like, whenever we were having a moment, like, where that was, like, not even, like, down, down, but just, like, a little down, like, ugh, like, what the F is going on? And it would be like, you know what? I'm good. Are we good? We good. If we're good and I'm good, then we good. And it was just, like, that's a very, like, I remember last year for the Dublin LeakyCon, uh, Eliana and I just, like, had a moment where we were just, like, chatting it up. I'm like, are we? Or do we agree on a lot of things? I think we agree on a lot of things. Are we best friends? I, <laughs> <laughs> I think we might be best friends. Like I think we should like, be best friends. Right. It's like, it's very much like that I'm good, we good, like, mentality. Like, oh, I'm good, you good, we both good, we good. Like, that's very Eliana. Like, I had to think of Eliana, I think of that. And so I was like, she's here. Like, She's yeah. here. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. I was also looking forward to Hogwarts BSU. I like Robin and I had talked about it. And then when I got to pitch it, I was just so juiced. I was like, all right, this is what we're doing. <laughs> and and, on, and like we were like in the program meeting and they were like, okay, yeah, cool. And I was like, yes, we got this. <laughs> but we were like, we were getting ready but, to argue our lives. And they were like, <laughs> yeah, sounds good. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, yes, we're doing that. And I was just so excited, and then especially because last year, like, I got to interview Alfred, but I didn't get to interview Lewis, or, like, we didn't get to, like, we talked to him, like, separately from that, but not, like, on a panel or anything. Um, and, like, Luke was there this year, so it was cool. It was like, okay, we also get different people to talk to and, like, get their kind of perspectives on, like, being in the movie, or, yeah, being in the movies and stuff. Um, so that I was just like excited about that. And I was also super excited because I wasn't nervous. Like I, like last year I remember spending, like I'm Portia and Robin were there. I was like alternating between like having like mad introvert, like moments where I was like, I have to go to my room and be by myself or I'm going to scream. And then being like, okay, my stomach though is like flipping over and I can't stop thinking about this one panel when I have like 10 other panels to do. And so this time I was like, it's going to happen. It's going to be fun. And like, we good basically. Like different feelings for like Alfie than you do for Luke or Luke. Well, yeah, but also that was my first look like put that aside. That was my first time. Like, that was also my first time really doing anything like that, just general, you know? And y'all know how I like to prepare right. for things. And, like, so I just, there was a lot of, it was that, but then there were also things where I was, like, I felt like I wasn't as prepared as I should have been. I, like, was, I was, like, I don't have questions to ask him. Like, what do I do? And then I realized as it was happening that, like, it was, I had it and it was fine. <laughs> that was also your first leaky and we didn't, and the first time on staff, so we just didn't know. How, how things any, went how any of it was gonna supposed yeah. to happen or like are we doing this like not even like I feel confident like with my panels at least I was like I feel confident doing panels because I'd done them the year before but is this how I'm supposed to do them as staff like there was none of that this year yeah which was great well, that helped because also like 
knowing like there are other people on staff who were interviewing other like actors last year but like from the from what I could glean because I was like oh are we gonna like come up with the questions together or do we have like a set like type of you know what I mean I was just like I don't know and so when I was starting to realize that nobody else I was like do we need to talk about these anymore and they were like no we're good you just and I was like okay and so there was that too like not knowing like how so I went and like sat in on um I can't remember which panel it was but I like went to a specific panel where there was somebody on staff interviewing cast members because I was like I want to see how they do it because I don't want to be you know what I mean like I was just like over preparing because I was so nervous whereas like this time because we I had done it before and like we knew I was just like okay it's fine. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be really fun. That's such okay. a Ravenclaw answer. We are on brand. <laughs> <laughs> but also, like, last year, that was, like, it was on main stage. A lot of those cast interviews were, like, side panels. They were, they were what were they? They, like, pop. They the called something. Whenever no, it was both. They did both last year. They didn't do unplottable programming this year. Yeah. But it was, like, they, like, they would do, like, the main stage um, but a lot of them were grouped together. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, but the individual ones would be the unplottable ones. Would be unplottable, yeah. But you're in a, you had an individual, you had an individual interview with Alfie on main stage, which was a lot to do your first LeakyCon, you know. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you did a really great job, though. So I was, I was nervous. Shout out to me again because she wasn't in that <laughs> meeting, and yeah, I was I like, Bayan is doing that one. Yeah. And then yeah. afterwards, I was like, I'll get to do an unplottable one, but he didn't do unplottable. <laughs> she did that for me and then when they she wasn't on the one we were talking about unplottables and i signed her up for that one yeah i got uh, luna it worked out right okay anyone else had anything in particular they were looking forward to i feel like we've been on this question for so long and not really on this question at all looking no. <laughs> forward to anything in particular like honestly like Robin was talking about how, like, she had a breakdown and all that stuff. But, like, to me, it wasn't even a thing. because I mean, not that it wasn't a thing. Like, obviously, you were going through it, and that's fine. But, like, I struggle with anxiety a lot. So that happens to me. Like, I go through those things. Like, it's really important that I pull away and stuff. So really actually going into it, even though I was excited, like, I was just real stressed. I was like, I don't know how this is going to be for my anxiety. I don't know if I'm going to be able to handle it all. Like... Am I gonna have to like? Know any of us? You just met us. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, am I gonna have to like run away? Am I just gonna have to like (laughs) go? Are they they cute? Are they cute on Slack, but in person, like? Yeah, like I don't know. Are they actual murderers? Like I've never. (laughs) I don't know what they're about. And then so on top of that, I'm like doing panels. Never done that before. Never been to LeakyCon before. I'd been to like other conventions before, but nothing like that or to that scale. So it was a lot, and I was really kind of just high key stress and then Eliana couldn't make it and then I was filling in for a lot and I was like oh I don't want to let everybody down I don't want to so it was real stressful but I guess un- underneath all the stress I was real excited to just have a voice with my people like I never even though I've been such a Harry Potter fan for so long <laughs> Connie I've been such a Harry Potter fan for so long and so deep in it by myself I never imagined a space where I could be with people talking about it in depth and with the same like enthusiasm that I would always think about these things in my head. So that was real exciting and it exceeded expectations. So that was real great. Uh Uh I want to like point out to you that it's really comforting and sad, both and that like there are five people on this panel who are huge Harry Potter fans and have all been like, I was Harry Potter adjacent. Like I wasn't really part of the fan. I had no one I could talk to about these things. I'm like, 
okay, we didn't really have the internet the way that we did then, but like we could have had each other the whole time, fam. I know. But okay, wait. Now. But we're <laughs> now. We're and it's kind of better because we are adults and Me. we at least have some kind of like income that we can spend on these things. Like we don't right. have to consult That's our true. parents. Right. <laughs> we're poor and wouldn't have been able to afford to meet y'all. So yeah, my no, mom would have yeah. been like, uh, you're going where? Exactly. Um, I am I mean, like person here and my mom was still like you're doing what now? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, when I went to hang out with, um, and this is, like, not Harry Potter related at all, but when I was in New York in, um, I guess kind of because they were on Wizard Team that week, but when I was in New York, and I, like, went, I was like, yeah, I'm going to hang out with Connie and Portia and Imani, and my mom was like, all right, and then later she was like, so there are real people, though? And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> fine. And then she met Connie and Portia and was like, oh, okay, yeah, this is, okay. Listen, cool. she was like, you are a cousin, and I was like, I just met you, mama. Like, yeah. she was just like, yeah. like, no, I, you know. But 10 years ago, that would have not been a thing. My dad still calls you guys my Harry Potter friends. Like, you're doing it. Like, you like, my Harry Potter friends. No, no, no. But my dad says it the same way you would say, like, imaginary friends. <laughs> He's like, oh, you're going to go hang out with your Harry Potter friends? So they're like, yeah, dad. Yeah. They, they breathe air. They're here. Like, Connie coming for San Diego Comic Con did so much to like relieve my parents stress about the fact that I'm not just like talking to myself. I don't know what they think I'm doing. They're like, no one cares about this thing, but you and Bayana. No, 18,000 people also care. And at least the, at least like 10 of us care in the black sense. <laughs> More than 10, obviously, but I'm just talking about like our inner crew. Uh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, that was another like highlight. I don't know if we're still on this question, but the Potterheads of and what you're looking forward to at this point might as well. It's your favorite right. moment on the page. Um, the Potterheads of Color meetup. I was uh, looking yeah. forward to. But then so I happy. was like coming from a panel, and I was getting like we were still using the Slack and stuff, and Bayard was like, "There's so many black women here," and I was like, "I gotta hurry up." I gotta, like, <laughs> people were like trying to talk to me and stuff. I, I gotta go. There's so many black women at the Potterheads of Color meetup. I gotta be there. Yeah, Darren said that he like was ran into you on your way there or something, and that you were just like yelling at black black women, like black women. What do you mean? No, no, like, it wasn't even just black women. It was Indian women. It was Asian women. I was like, nobody's coming to this because I've scared them all away. But I was excited. <laughs> what were you yelling? You're like, what were you yelling? I was like, where are you going, Potterhead of Color? The meetup is this way. Oh God. <laughs> I can't. And Darren was just like, I don't. So maybe we could have had five more people, but they got scared. <laughs> they got scared. No, Darren like, said that there were a lot of people who like turned around looking interested, like what? As they're going down, as they're going up the escalator, and y'all down. I think they were not looking interested so much as like, what is this crazy woman screaming <laughs> at me? Yeah, no, that was. It's so funny because so like Friday was the day I had the most panels and I was like lived like back to back to the point where like Delia and Connie had to go on a adventure to find me food. Um, but like, but, and I thought that that was going to be like my favorite, like going beforehand, I was like, that's going to be the day that will be, I think the most fun because I'll be on that. Will panels live in and infamy. But like Saturday was, I there were my least number of panels, but it was like Potterheads of color, Hogwarts BSU. And then the Dumbledore panel, which was just fun. Cause I got to talk about Dumbledore, but like really hot, like, uh, Potterheads of Color and Hogwarts VSU, I was like, this is, like, I just get to be, like, like black. It's like what we came for. Like, yeah, and you know, it was, like, like, like walking 
that Potterheads of Color meetup and like because I was like right before that I had like my job on staff I was like patrolling the first floor or whatever um and then I was like okay it's time so let me like go walk into the room and like try to set up and then of course like the speaker didn't love me and didn't want me to play Beyonce and Solange but that was fine um but like I walked in and I was like oh and I was like going up front I was like there's so many people it's great I was just so excited like that there were so many like people of color who were there and like who wanted to talk and who had very similar experiences to like the, what we have, which is what I've been kind of like guessing from the last three years of kind of being in the fandom. But like, it, yeah, it was just, it was just a lot of fun. Yeah. I think it was like the perfect number of people. Like, obviously we were gonna like, at, you know, hope for more people to show up next year. But um, in the hour that we had, everyone, um, so for all of our listeners, we, like, introduce, you know, Robin and Bayana introduce themselves and stuff, and then ask a few questions and stuff, but, like, really everyone got to go around and say who they are and who, <laughs> what their house is and what they thought, a celebrity they thought was, would be in their house, and, but what I really like about it is that, like, everyone got to talk and, like, express mm-hmm. themselves, um, like, we had just enough time for everyone to introduce themselves and also for everyone, you know, who wanted to share, Robin asked, like, why do you think, um, you, for anyone who felt isolated, why do you think that is, like, I think a lot of us had, like, a, you know, religious backgrounds, because someone brought it up earlier, um, about, like, like, their parents burning their book, right, so, like, ripping it apart, to share, like, traumatic experiences, because anyone who's listening to this podcast knows that Harry Potter is, like, important, and, like, just, how, your parents burning your books like I but also took my books like to church and, like, that, that hurt me any yeah. book any yeah. book I was like but, oh. but that book that's that rude right like, yeah. it's a like, boring book like if it's boring like I mean yeah it's boring but like I that's rude burn it though like, I still have give it to the library and let other heathen right. children enjoy it like damn yeah, I, still, I still own books that I like hate with a fiery passion of like a thousand sons <laughs> and I'll eventually give them away but I'm not gonna burn them Even like that just seems like sacrilege yeah, Luna said, burn books, what? Not near. <laughs> but, like, even as someone who, like, grew up religious and, like, Harry Potter books came out on Saturday. So, like, I was taking my books that I had just finished but was about to start rereading to church on Sunday and <laughs> with me. Um, and it's sort of like, it was, I don't know, it just felt like, I guess I'm thankful for the community that I had or, like, the church communities because I think I changed them at some point. Where, like, or, and just for my grandma who was just like, I trust what you're reading is fine. Like, everyone on the news is like, is Harry Potter witchcraft? And she was never like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to buy that for you because she's the one who funded my entire Harry Potter <laughs> fortune. <laughs> like, I didn't have money of my own to buy it. And, like, right? she barely had money to buy it for me either. But, like, I was, she, I was just so excited about it. Um, and, like, it was really the only book where I was just like, I need to buy this book. Like, other books I would just get from the library or just, like, wouldn't be into them or whatever. But, like, it was the book that I bought you know, like, with money, and, like, I was like, can we pre-order this, can you drive me there at 10 a.m. on Saturday when the bookstore opens, and, like, she was super into it, even though, like, we were really religious and stuff, so it's, like, know that other people had, you know, this very different experience, which just, like, wow, but also, it is a thing that I think is a reason why Potterheads of Color, and a lot of Black Potterheads especially, didn't come to it or didn't have other people to talk about it with because you know we were also isolated by our communities either i think 
was it you, Bayana, who was just like, it wasn't really a religious thing, it was just like this white people stuff. Mm-hmm. Where it was just like, those are reasons why we didn't have a community to talk about it with because, you know, our parents or whoever was in charge of us was like, mm, maybe we shouldn't do that. And so we kept it to ourselves. Or we just didn't think other people were into it or they legitimately weren't into it. And so we had to And it was before, later. it was before, like, the universality, like, so we're sitting here, Connie and Portia are in New York, but in different boroughs, I believe, yeah. like, um, me and Bayana are in the Bay, but in different cities, and <laughs> Delia's in Texas, and, like, yeah, there's five of us sitting here who love Harry Potter, but not, like, ac- across the street or around the corner or whatever, and, like, I, I think it's also part of that, like, fandom adjacent thing, too, where it was, like, one... You know, I talked about, like, my my mom's pastor, like, my mom being, like, your grandmother and being, like, I trust you. I'm not, like, at this point, I'm not going to pre-read what you're reading. Like, who has the time? Um, But my mom's pastor trying to, like, you know, step in and where he wasn't wanted. (laughs) And and so that being kind of, like, uh, you know, I don't feel like I'm going to open with my Harry Potter fandom, even though it's very important to me. I'm not going to, like, be like, hi, I'm Rob. I'm really, really into Harry Potter. I was weird or enough I would do as it, a kid. Or I would do it, and people would be like, oh, yeah. And, like, maybe they would have read it and stuff, but no one was, like, ready to really talk about it. In it, right. Like, yeah. They were like, they had read it. Like, most people our age has read Harry Potter, but, like, I'm like, okay, but are, what, are you rereading, like, where are you, are you rereading it, let's talk, let's really talk about this, and I didn't, no one, you know, like you said, Ever. I was weird enough, yeah. <laughs> it was just like, and I went to a school right. full of nerds, who all, you know, people who loved Harry Potter, but I just didn't feel like it was the thing that was like, you know, that I could, I don't know, yeah. This was me, with me, it was that, like, I just had a, like, bunch of, like, friends who were, uh, mostly white, and then uh, one was Latinx, who we were all into Harry Potter, but we also happened to be in other, like, booky, nerdy stuff. Yeah. But, like, I could talk to any of them, and we could all have full conversations about Harry Potter, and those were the people that I talked to Harry Potter with, but they also, like, were super close to each other, and I was, like, the... I don't know. I was kind of, like, the... I didn't really have any, like, close friends, and I, I had one close friend, then that just didn't work out. Um, and so, like, oh, she's like, I was a floater. Like, I floated around different circles. I didn't really, like, stick with one. Um, and so, like, whenever they would go, so they'd been to get friends for, like, since elementary school. And I just, like, met, I came in, like, in middle school sometime. And so, like, we didn't have a built-in, built-in friendship, like, kind of thing. And so they would go to Harry Potter midnight releases. And I wouldn't hear about it until, like, school. And I'd be like, oh, so you're just not going, you're just going to go do Harry Potter stuff without me. And I don't. Things. Um, so I didn't really. I'm, I, I hate them. I, yes, <laughs> but, I mean, but, they're cool, but they're cool people. It's just like they just like, think about out now. <laughs> Where are they? <laughs> <laughs> but they like just like I guess they didn't really just like think about it, which is like okay, fine. But like um, now that I like I now have this like network of people. Like we're on Slack every night, nerding out about something different about either like Harry Potter or some other random thing. Um, Usually Harry Potter is a constant, though, right? And it's like, who gets that? And, um, like, going to LeakyCon kind of, like, helped bring that up more, right? Like, you're just like, I can sit, like, I'm literally going, so that's what I think, that's the thing that I was looking very much looking forward to, to, like, last year and this year, too, is going to LeakyCon, going to these panels, and just, like, sitting there and nerding out about, like, 
Harry Potter in these different ways. And then being, um, like, working with the HPA has been really great because, because it's, like, using the Harry Potter, um, like, story and, like, different aspects of the story and the, like, social activism within the story to do social activist stuff but like being in person and like having a panel on like black lives matter and the harry potter story like that is like who does that you know what i mean like (laughs) when do you have that and it's kind of like it's really great to have like yourself and your like biggest fandom actualized together at the same like same time with people that you trust and who vibe with you on the same level so that was one thing I really appreciated about going to the con and one thing I was really looking forward to was just like nerding out talking about all the stuff I want to talk about with Harry Potter all day the only thing I wish I could have done more which I would have done if I weren't like tied to the booth um as I was this year oh did anyone have a particular panel that was their favorite yeah yeah Go for it. Um, Well, actually, it was a surprise one. It was one that was filling in for Eliana. So it was Eliana's conception. But um, it was, what what, uh, what was it called? New Century Who Dis? It was the Statue of Secrets. Yeah. So what it was, it was. Let's get into that. (laughs) (laughs) So it was Portia and I sitting next to each other on one side of the argument we were for abolishing it and then in the middle is Connie and then um, it was Alice and Mary Grace who are producers on Hermione Granger in the Quarter Life Crisis um, they're both Slytherins me and Portia are both uh, Ravenclaws and poor poor Connie <laughs> <laughs> it was literally stuck in the middle um, and the whole concept is we were going to debate in universe, so we're talking like we are witches, and we're um, part of the wisdom gamut, and we're debating whether or not we should abolish the statute of secrecy or not. And you know, especially considering we didn't have much time to prepare, just because Eliana had her last minute thing, so she couldn't make it. It was, and I just and it's got a very it particular, myself. like it's a very specific topic and like prompt and yeah. panel idea. So it was just like. I think for kind all of, of us, like, we were just like, oh, well, when we get there, Eliana's going to explain what, what it is and what she envisions, and then she wasn't going to be able to make it, and I'm like, so can you email <laughs> what you had in mind? Because, like, in theory, I understand, but in your execution, I don't understand. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, a lot, most of, we all were sort of like, I don't know what this is going to be. Yeah. We didn't know. Eliana eventually did send an email after and then we consulted on Slack a little bit. But it was still just kind of like, we're going to go, basically we're going to go in and wing it. And not wing it, like we weren't prepared, but it was it was just like we didn't know what it was going to be. How is this going to go? Are people going to like it? Because it's such a, a cool concept, but if executed well, it could go really well. But like, who wants to sit and listen to me pretend to be a witch and talk about the statute of secrecy? So well, like it got real heated. Poor Connie stuck in the middle. But we were, we were getting it. We were getting it. Was like, so I, as the moderator of the, of the debate, so I was supposed to be the chief witch, right? I realized I never actually said that, but like, 
as the moderator of the debate, I was just like, all right, so there are four people. I'm going to give them each, you know, their time to get their introductory points, and then we're going to see what's going to happen. And so, I, you know, I think Delia was immediately to the left of me, and I started with her, and then I went to, um, I think it was Alice, and then Portia, and then Mary Grace, and I'm staring at the clock, because they put a clock on your table, and I was staring at it like, it's only been 15 minutes. What are we going to do for the rest of the 45 minutes? Like, <laughs> And then I was just like, you know, after the initial four points they each started to like bounce off of each other and I was just like y'all we weren't prepared and they were prepared like they were talking about bringing up the constitution and it's like well I didn't actually say the constitution I said the declaration of independence well thank you for bringing up my point that actually furthers my point saying that we should actually abolish it because blah blah like the way that they were going at each other was just like very not only in universe but also very in character for what a Slytherin and a Ravenclaw would do because like the Slytherins on one side were just like well actually this is what I have to say based just based on like pure you know like ambition (laughs) and like cunning like they were coming up with like cunning ideas but then the Ravenclaws had like all this evidence or like but like the Slytherins had like actual dates and stuff so like they had done research beforehand but like (laughs) Portia and Bella you're just gonna out logic me (laughs) no (laughs) no so like it went back and forth for a while and that was great and like I was just like this is happening and I'm like staring at the audience and they're like just staring at us and I'm like I can't tell if they're like actually into this and like enjoying it and then I was like well this is a great time for us to open up to questions because it got real heated and I was like well let's just cut it off there (laughs) well Mary Um, Grace and (laughs) accidentally ended up on a side where it made it sound like they were like pro like racism (laughs) it was oh my god real real weird and at the end they're like you can't have we can't we couldn't be the two white girls against the two black girls like in favor of almost racism in universe yeah. magical racism um so i wish next time we're going to make it clear that just because they're arguing these points doesn't necessarily believe me they believe them in real life but that's how debates work but so at one point i was just like let's open it up to the audience and so we had people line up and come up to the microphone and like people came up with notes they had been taking notes during the panel and was just like well actually what you said earlier um i, I, love have a time, pro- man. I actually have a problem with what you said or i agree with that thing that you said earlier but i I disagree with what you said and you know I'm team Ravenclaw on here this side but I actually believe what the Slytherin said and it was just like people were super into it and then someone on Twitter um, who had gone to the panel and took a picture was just like I wasn't expecting them to do it in universe but this was I great we yeah. had yeah. a few of our panels <laughs> but it, I really enjoyed that like um, it was a lot of like and just like the, like it brought back like it's been so long since I debated like legit, I've never like, done it before debate. so it was like Oh my goodness. <laughs> I mean, the Hufflepuff never had a debate before. I wonder why that was. <laughs> Shut He's up. got a confrontational. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why that was. Listen, I've seen great debaters um, in Candy Jar on Netflix, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but I think that it was fun that, like, um, I, I, I really loved the whole thing, but I think that um, it was just really fun, like, in being in universe. Um, but you kind of like you're teasing out like the issues of the like story and you're like because people because the Slytherins uh, opened it up to like American legal structure we were a mm-hmm. people like in the audience were very there and open to like let's talk about the second amendment it was like ooh right. child especially like, in, Texas, I, in Texas the Hufflepuff in me shriveled I was like I'm no like, but I'm we are in Texas someone might actually be open to care 
conceal carry right now. Like I don't worry about oh, yeah. that. You don't know. Like um, I don't know who's in this room, and I don't know who's gonna be like, oh, y'all don't talk about guns. Let me tell you how. I feel. <laughs> yeah. Let Portia, me pull out my gun. Portia went a little Arkansas like, when she uh, brought that up. I uh, talk about that one. Let's let's ease this over to like the Articles of Confederation. I don't know something else. Can't do this right now. Um, but I really enjoyed that, and I like. Think, I think people enjoyed that it like had real world carryover, and that they could see reasoning behind like. Um, I don't know. Part of me wanted to bring up, like, so at some point, the, uh, the Slytherins brought up Wakanda. And I'm like, look, <laughs> yes. if we don't bring up Wakanda, like, I feel like bringing up the freaking, um, the, the Jadopia Accords or whatever, or the, like, the Mutant Legislation yeah, Act. Of all of that. Thing. But I was like, I can't, I can't go there. There's a lot going on right now. Let's That's keep- not even the same universe. See, I'm I glad I wasn't there. <laughs> What is that? Look now, you can't just be bringing up Wakanda. Like, <laughs> listen, it, Sokovia it isn't even a place. It worked. It, in, it worked in you know. It did actually work in the moment because they're like, yeah, well, let's talk about our Wakandan oh. brothers and oh, how man. they've you know isolated themselves from the Muggle world. And I was just like, oh, you're right. Yeah, it was actually good, <laughs> but it wasn't so. in universe. And I'm like, if we are bringing in rules from the Wakanda, could universe. be in universe. We don't know. They magical. Just with the yeah. like, look, that opens up the window for too many things. This is sure. why debate. This is why yeah. debate. All right, your brain. Brain. Okay, 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 okay. So that was your favorite. <laughs> We're not gonna <laughs> debate the debate. Yeah, my, it was my favorite, but mainly because the audience just got so into it. It was so it, like the panel of my nerdy dreams. <laughs> like, just they were just so sure. into it and. My favorite part, well, not my favorite part. There was a lot of great parts about that panel. And I wish I would have gotten his name, but there was this English guy. He was a Ravenclaw. Mm -hmm. At the very end, he came in and made such solid points. I think he was in for, he said he wasn't sure, but his points were for abolishing it and talking about how, you know, the Slytherins are arguing that the Muggles have the most power because of their technology and whatnot. And he's like, but can, is the power dynamic ever really equal when one side knows about the other side and the other doesn't there's no consent or knowledge there and i don't know but the way he said the way i was we like got into consent though like the consent like theme kept coming up and i was just like how am i supposed to decide and then i didn't i said that they needed to come up with a uh, a resolution and a proposal you know like this Lorenz marriage and alice kept saying like well if you want to present to us a proposal and i was like yes let's do that and then we'll just continue which i did not appreciate hamilton uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I don't want to choose. She but said, I, I, "I can't go to, I can't go upstate because <laughs> you pulled a Hamilton." Okay, but yeah, that was mine, and also just hanging out with you guys. But that's a given. That's okay, a so Dumbledore pro and con, and it was not. I was just about to bring it up. Bayana was on that panel. I'm bouncing just thinking about what we're about to get into. Bayana's Bayana's amazing. Love her. Love everything about her. Yeah. Mark was on that panel. Love him. Love everything about him except for that damn book, which it's a good book. I will get over it soon. Um, (laughs) Read Anger is a Gift. But the star of that panel Mm -hmm. was a little girl named Lily. And Lily got up, dropped bombs, sat down, let some other people talk, got back up and said, I don't think y'all heard me or understood. <laughs> yeah. And, and then we right. saw Lily the next, was it the next day or was it later it in the, the day? day? It was the next day. And I was like, Lily! And she was like, I, she turned her head and she goes, I'm famous. 
But yeah, no, this girl, so she, so we were in this panel and we're like, you know, Dumbledore pro and con and like, it was me, Mark, and then um, this woman named Lana and she was like pro Dumbledore and Mark was like, it's complicated. And so I was like, yeah, like I was kind of like, I'll be on whatever side is not represented. But then Mark was on it's complicated. So I was like, I guess I can be it's complicated because that's how I really feel. I so that was nice. Only, I think it's only, well, never mind. I was going to say that, but then Amani. I was going to be like, it's only pro <laughs> or it's complicated. Ooh. So that was the thing. I feel like we were kind of missing because my whole thing, I was like, I can go either way. So just let me know which, like, what side. Um, but then it ended up being cool because I got to have my my fashion Dumbledore rant. Um, and Mark was with me. So that was cool. And then, but like, it was, I feel like we were all kind of like, it was, it was, it was a good conversation and it worked well. And there were a lot of people there, which was not expected. We had um, to move it last then, There was a line. Yeah. There was a line and we ended up having to move it. <laughs> yeah. So the, so the, so the theory that Lily came, like came to us with was that, uh, Dumbledore has a Horcrux, um, and that Fox is his Horcrux. And already and so like, she, she said Dumbledore had all a Horcrux these... and we're like, oh, and we're she like, said it was okay. Fox and the whole room was just like, What? Right, and then she, and then she brought up Evan, and she didn't. She didn't bring a not one book up there. She was from she her head. She was like, when this happened, like like when uh, when Dumbledore's talking to Harry about how creating a Horcrux from like as an animal." Um, she was like that sounded like he knew from experience and was like then that part where uh, in Chamber of Secrets when he had to when he couldn't he wasn't at Hogwarts in order to save Harry from the Chamber of Secrets but he sent Fox ahead and Fox handled everything there were like all these things and so me and like we're all like yeah uh huh I feel this This, yeah this makes sense and then she was like cool and she leaves and then she comes back and she's like I don't think y'all really because we were already with her, right? We were already like, hell yeah, don't want her got a work. I'm with it. <laughs> she was like, okay. No, no, no. Can then, I do this part? Can I do this part? Go ahead. She came back up and there was a guy who was behind her and she said, go ahead, sir. I've been up before. This little girl's 11. <laughs> like, manners on mm-hmm. deck. She was but like, also, I already talked. You can go she ahead. She was like, I already talked. You can go ahead. So then he does his thing, which was a Star Wars thing. So I'm looking at Connie, like, I bring was, Star Wars he into al- this? He also blew my mind, but we don't have to get into that. And so when she got back up, she that's when she was like, I don't think y'all really well, understood. F- but she also said, but I also want to keep talking. To t- yeah, she, yeah, said, like, yes, keep she said, I want to talk more. <laughs> now you can finish. I just wanted to bring in the ad-libs that oh, Lily was sure. bringing and then she was on some, so when uh, Voldemort and Dumbledore are, are dueling in the Department of Mysteries, um, or I guess it was the atrium, not the Department of Mysteries, at the Ministry, and, Dumble- and, and Voldemort throws the killing curse at Dumbledore, but then Fox deflects it, and she was like, and the killing curse is one of the things that can kill a horcrux, and everybody was just like, oh! She goes, <laughs> yeah. and then like, Dumbledore we, we was able to die. Was like, and then he was able to die, but like, we... And we were all really so she, the fox was already so able fox, to survive because yes. fox is a phoenix but the horcrux inside of fox so like when we like i was with oh, her wait, the first time but also stayed. you know the whole reason of like you need to kill someone to create a horcrux we don't know who killed ariana dumbledore maybe he just used that as an opportunity like it wasn't necessarily on purpose but it could also maybe not be killing someone it could also maybe be like because I, I felt like killing was like a was I mean and we haven't gotten to that part in Half the Prince yet but I felt like it was like the main way you could do it but it's something that's like as 
bad or like as hmm. like I don't I can't think so of So abandoning your family. Soul Did he kill a unicorn? He killed a unicorn. He has a cursed life. Or drank <laughs> he drank unicorn blood. Yeah. From the moment it touched But yeah, no, like she so it like yeah, it was just it was just great because like I believed her and was like, Yeah, I like this theory and then she was like, No, you didn't hear me and she was right, I didn't hear her and then it <laughs> my mind and it was it was wonderful. And Mark was sitting there, like Mark can be really extra sometimes. And he was like <laughs> slamming the table. He was like, Wait <laughs> What? <laughs> and so like everyone in the audience, like it wasn't just like it was it was yes, it was who Lily was as a person was yeah. amazing. Yeah. But it was how everyone in the audience reacted to her and then how she came up afterwards, <laughs> like just like I wanted to talk more. And then she was like, Mom, I'm famous. Like, or Dad, I'm famous. Like, we were all standing her by the end of that panel. And I just love that panel, too, because, like, I wasn't able to, like, I was supposed to be working. <laughs> and I just kept migrating closer and closer to where the panel was. And I was but kind of you excited. were working. I was, but just not she where. She gave herself a job. I gave myself a job so I could feel better about the fact that I was definitely not doing the job I was assigned for. <laughs> um, because I wanted to be in that panel. Um, but every, like, I was excited because when we were walking up, it was, that was the, like, one of the days where she was going back to back to back. No, not panel. that one, because that one was right after Hogwarts VSU, so we already came off of a high on that. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, but pictures. you were, but we were came around the corner. We were like going straight to line. your, and I was like, I yeah. was not doing my job because I wanted to go to the Dumbledore panel. But we were walking straight from there to your panel, and we see this huge line, and we're like, "What is this for?" And people were like, "Dumbledore." And I looked at Bayana like, "Oh shit!" And then <laughs> we got like the text message or the message like after, like when we were walking, like we moved it to this, uh, to a bigger stage, basically a bigger room. Cause the line was ridiculous. So there was just like a lot more people there than would have been there to see Lily shine. Yeah. And it was one of those things that I love about LeakyCon too, where it's like, you, like Dahlia was saying, like you get to talk, like you get to get really in depth about these books, right. With these. And like, there are people there that are there with you, which doesn't happen very often, but then you get like, an 11-year-old who is thinking about this stuff the way that you're thinking about the stuff, and you're just like, I have hope for the future. I hope <laughs> hope for the past. Like, like it just, like, it was so, I was so full by the I end of that. I also liked that one and how packed it was and how, like, successful it was because, you know, a lot of our panels were the diversity panels, I guess, and that one wasn't, and so it was just like, we could talk about everything, y'all. And it was still super diverse, yeah. Right, like, it was divert, like, put diverse people on your non-diversity panels 2k forever um because we can talk about that stuff too and so that was another reason why i like really enjoyed that one just like being an audience member it was just like yes we can talk about everything this one's super diverse and then lily came up drop bomb and then that guy said that dumbledore and obi-wan might be the same are basically the same and the failures of anakin and the failures of voldemort and i was just like what and so (laughs) that was um that was great in terms of just like something i wasn't actually on but all the other ones i was i'm kind of only went to panels i was on or you guys were a part of so yeah i was only at panels i was on 
if I could go back, like, I don't know how I would even do it any different because, Time I mean, matters. fingers crossed, like, I'll be on near amount, near around the same. I think the amount I was on is a good amount to be on, good amount of panels. But then going to your guys' panels, too, I'm like, I didn't see anything outside of our, like, small circle. I mean, it's not mm-hmm. small, but, you know, like, out of the five of us. Yeah, I was like, there's, yeah, I just, there was no way I was going to make it to other panels. There were other panels, too, that I, like, wanted to see, but I barely looked at the schedule. I was like, why even, like, upset myself that way, you know? Because <laughs> yeah. there, yes. like, there were hundreds of panels, and I was like, why even, like, do that and then be mad I can't go to that? Um, I think my favorite panel, so I had, like, three, but we talked about Potterheads of Color and Hogwarts BSU already. My, I really loved the Black Girl Magic panel. Oh, that was so good. That oh. one made me so happy. Like, just kind of, again, it was another moment where you, I, like, walk in, and I'm like, look at all the Black women. And there are, like, other people there, too, but just, like, being, like, it just felt like a, it, it was one of those panels that I didn't think needed to be, and again, this is an Eliana, like, kind of, it was her panel that um, we ended up kind of doing because she couldn't be there, but or we were going to be on it anyway, but we ended up like moderating and taking it over. But it was like one of those moments where I was like, this doesn't need a full room. It just needs the right people in it. And it had the right people in it. And so it just felt very like warm and like familial. And we just, yeah, it was, it was really nice. I would say the same for the Black Lives Matter panel too, where, yeah. I mean, and that room was more full, I would say, but yeah, the, I was really. Though, I think the room, the the Black Girl Magic room, was a bigger room. Was a bigger they room. Were probably comparable in size, and a lot of the yeah. stuff yeah. came to them. Um, but yeah, it's another one. But I, I was one. It was one of those where it was another Eliana panel. Um, but it was one of those that I was very nervous about, and like the community manager in me was like, "We need to have guidelines because, mm-hmm. like, I don't need anyone coming you up froggy." Posted guidelines. And I posted guidelines <laughs> and had them up because I just didn't. It was one of those where it's like it could go left and it's one of those conversations that once someone brings in something toxic or it goes like the wrong way, it you lose like the point of it yeah. and like what could good can come out of it. But everyone was really thoughtful and we had um, one guy who was in it was the same um, attendee that was in your civil in Biota Civil Rights. You were on that panel too, right, Connie? The civil rights yeah. Panel. Uh, he was segregation. Like, segregation. Yeah. And he was like, he he raised his hand something. He's like, no one needs like a white guy to talk or something and let yes. a, a woman. Oh, yeah. Oh, I yeah, forgot I about that. that. So, yeah. 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 So he said that, and I was already kind of like, I like you. Um, <laughs> but then he he had some like, he was a, a history teacher, and he just had history, really yeah. thoughtful additions to the discussion. And there was another woman who was kind of older, and she was like, bringing in like you know mentions about the german courts and things like that like and just kind of making sure that we did have different viewpoints but no one i don't believe that anyone said to play devil's advocate which always mm-hmm. bothers me because the devil doesn't need an advocate but they were saying like they were challenging some things but doing it in a very thoughtful and respectful way that like and I made like the conversation it was better. about the wizarding world. Anything. Right. Like, nothing was really about, like, yeah. Black Lives nothing Matter or, like, right. social right. justice aspect of it. It was just, like, let's widen what she brought to, what Joe brought to the wizarding world and, like, your applications of it to yeah. Black Lives Matter. But here's the global context for the thing that she introduced into the wizarding world to give it more scale and stuff. So I think that's really where 
where it came from. And that's another thing that I enjoyed about the weekend overall is that like most of us obviously were on panels that had to do with civil rights, segregation, social justice, black girl magic, black lives matter. And like I, no one had anything bad to say to our faces about it. Everyone who who was um, in the room and had like raised their hand to speak was very respectful, very into the concepts that we were talking about and the way that we were paralleling them, um, which I think... And even if they didn't agree, they were not combative about it. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, Even if I remember anyone who didn't agree, like, everyone was sort of like, yeah, okay, this is my perspective and how I viewed that, and maybe it was different, but they weren't like what you're saying is stupid or doesn't belong here or whatever. So um, I really enjoyed that. And there was this one guy, I think during um, Critical Fandom, I want to say. I can't remember which panel it was. Bayana would would probably remember. I wanted to be on that panel too. Um, But one guy came up and he was like, well, what I'm going to say might be controversial. Oh, that was uh, Creating Voldemort. Yeah, Creating Voldemort. Um, which yeah. again is sort of like we were talking about the so- the systems of the wizarding world that give white male wizards privilege and so it's just like we're talking about white privilege and wizarding privilege and like comparing the two things and so this white older older guy in Texas mm-hmm. came up he was wearing a Hufflepuff robe but he came up and I was very nervous because he was like I'm gonna say something very controversial yeah I was like and uh-oh. there was like a bit of a pause there and I was just like okay and he was like so what I have to say is that if she hadn't done all of this, we wouldn't have a story. And I was like, oh, thank goodness. Yeah. Because <laughs> I was like, what are we going to do if somebody actually has something, like, actually negative or combative to say? But, you know, it's... I would have gone off. But... <laughs> no, but I actually... I knew that guy from... He was at Leviosa. Oh, okay. um, And I think he was maybe at the L.A leaky i can't remember but he did something similar at leviosa and i was like this this dude is a troublemaker <laughs> but a gentle a one likes to stir up yeah, trouble. a gentle one <laughs> yes a, a hufflepuff version of a troublemaker <laughs> hey badgers you know that honey, badger badger. honey badgers is what we do um but i just you know i think it speaks to the wider fandom where it's just like you know we were, came in as this like crew of black women basically and you know how the world feels about black women but we came into this space that is traditionally very white and we were able to talk about these things that mean a lot to us and compare it to harry potter which is not always a thing that um people accept like we see it on twitter all the time where it's like even in white spaces when people use harry potter to you know talk about social justice or protest or whatever and it's like all the harry potter like protest signs and stuff people are like read a different book like there are more books in the world or whatever so it's like you know (laughs) the fact that um you know like even in a white space like using harry potter to connect to social justice is something that people like to challenge just to be contrarian i guess and then for us to be black people talking about like even deeper social justice issues like outside of just like women and feminism and blah 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 um you know it's sort of you know a, a daunting task and you know especially in the state of texas could be you know it just feels like there's extra pressure of like all right, I hope this goes well. But I think it speaks to the larger, you know, greatness of the Harry Potter fandom as a whole, where it's just like, all right, there are diversity issues in the Potter fandom, but, you know, 
there are all those studies that say like you know Harry Potter fans are you know are better people better people really empathetic you know we're gonna change the world blah 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 and I think that Leaky was thankfully a space where I felt like all right it's not even just the people of color and the black Potterheads who are into what we have to say like the larger fandom there is a space for it even for them um that they also wanted and were also missing and i think that is really important because it's not just us people of color who are aching for these kinds of discussions like it's needed in the whole fandom and i think that we were able to sort of showcase that and hopefully it means we can do more and you know what it's interesting because like I didn't realize until kind of after the fact when we'd all be we've we've all been talking about it. You know, it's been right now at the time of recording like a week since LeakyCon, so we've still been talking about it nonstop pretty much. <laughs> um, but I didn't realize all of y'all's apprehension, like apprehension, coming to Texas and talking about these things, which my because I I'm born and raised here, so like when I the thought of talking about these things in front of like Texans and stuff like that. Like I do that not every day, but I guess in my head I was like, I'm not worried about that. I know how to handle like <laughs> Mr. Bob Joe from down the street. <laughs> who's got, who's got the feelings. Like I'm not worried. About that. <laughs> what I was more worried about. Albus Severus Joe. Albus oh, Severus. Billy, oh. Billy Albus Severus. Billy Bob. <laughs> got Pepper. some cows and he loves his guns and whatnot Ooh, <laughs> who needs wands when you got guns um but <laughs> like that part i didn't worry me because i know how to deal with those types of people and it, it was more leaky con being like in the fandom in general not even it's not even a leaky con problem but just a lot of time in nerd culture just even more broad um you don't really see us represented and so my apprehension was just I mean, you see things like Gamergate, and yes, Harry Potter fandom is different than all of that, but you see, like, these visceral reactions people have when you try to bring diversity to things. So, I would, especially being a nerd that loves your thing so much, and you feel so emotionally attached to it, people have really, like, emotional reactions when you especially come in. it's like we're coming in trying to say that, like, Jacob kind of- did something wrong, and it's just like, this yeah. thing that I love, and it's just like... No, she she did that wrong, but we can also we also love the other things that she did right, but we, we still need to be pointing it out. That was what worried me more than yeah. the other. Uh, whatever, but <laughs> it did when guns came up a couple times. I was like, oh, but that was fine. It it was more like I hope nobody like gamer gates me, one but like oh. Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah, and, like, and as a fellow Southerner, and like. Haven't like I said, like being like honestly working with the Harry Potter Alliance and being their racial justice researcher, it's really because I like so racial like that role is me pulling up articles about stuff that's going on in the world um, that is racial injustice, whether that's like in the U.S. and Canada, wherever, and like the reception that I get from the HPA people and people that it's disseminated against to too, it's like they. I wasn't, it isn't really like, I was never really like that worried about the fandom and how they would react because I kind of like already know how the fandom reacts to like race um, and issues that we like bring up of injustice. And even in being in Texas, I figured like because I know what the fandom is like and how progressive it tends to be and how they tend to think about social issues, I didn't really like have that much of a like, I wasn't really scared about how anything would go. Um, but I do think that. Um, it was very it, like every time I saw someone in the Texas crowd 
be very political about something, it, like, reaffirmed what I felt about the fandom. Mm-hmm. So, like, there were people who were walking through with the Vote Beto, like, shirts on, or Beto, and I was so happy. Every time I saw someone, I wanted to, like, uh, give them a high five. It was so great. And I saw them, like, numerous times, and then the, at the HPA booth, we have a shirt, um, well, the HPA booth, but, like, online as well. They have a shirt that says, uh, Granger Love Good 2020, and that shirt sold out so quickly. Like, it sold out on the first day. And and they, like, Janae was saying that they didn't bring that many because they were like, well, they Texas. They Yeah. <laughs> and I did the same thing because I had my Republican for Voldemort shirt, and I was like, I no, just, I'm going to leave it. I just felt like the difference, I was just like, Robin, no, I just felt like the difference between the Granger love good and then saying Republicans are Voldemort. Like, I just wanted you to come out of Texas in one but there, place. Was, <laughs> there was some guy who, who walked through there saying, that had a shirt that said Barack, um, Barack beats Voldemort or something like that, like something like Trump Voldemort, or something like that. Like he had a shirt like that on the first day, so I'm like, oh, this is this is the fandom. It's the fandom. It's the fandom. Yeah. But like, what for the Granger Lovegood shirts? Like when I was talking to Janae about it, who is the um, education leader and leadership and education director for the HPA, um, who's running in the booth? We like we were talking about it and how fast it sold out, and I was like, this is it's very much on brand as a Southerner. I guess it's kind of, and it's probably like a latent Hufflepuff kind of thing. Like you don't really want to have confrontation like that, but if someone's about it, you're about it. Right. (laughs) And like, so for Granger Lovegood 2020, it's like a really good way to be like, yo, like if you're in the know, if you're in the Harry Potter fandom, you know exactly what this is saying. These are two women on this shirt there. One of them is a very smart, like very like into things person. Another one is like a Ravenclaw who is like, um, like she might be airy, but she's like a deep thinker, and like she like these would be great like leaderships, right? And so I think that I I see the way that people bought those shirts in Texas as a way of them being able to protest without having to protest. Mm-hmm. And Absolutely. I, I agree. that definitely is very southern, and that's definitely very H Harry Potter. Um, so I'm like I honestly I saw it. Why I, I understood people were like having trepidatious like thoughts about like being in Texas but I think it's honestly because people just hadn't been in Texas before um and just didn't know what to expect yeah I think for me it was more about um and wow I'm about to shout out Amani but he said this on the in the slack <laughs> oh yeah was it was really that, good. like um, was the best way I've heard it described is in the south they don't care how close you get as long as you don't get too high in the north they don't care how high you get as long as you're not too close Yes. And I feel that way. I feel like that is also a really good way of describing the fandom, at least in the way that I've seen it play out is like, there are a lot of people and they're like, yeah, you know, that's really important. And I care about diversity and blah, 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 blah. I just don't want it at my leaky con because I want these types of things. And like, they're cool with diversity when it comes to sexuality, because it's a very queer con, um, which I love. Right. But they're, there hasn't been like that much racial diversity and like, and now I'm thinking a lot about like how we showed up and we're going to keep building, but like, I want to see more Asian people of uh, like more Asian Potterheads showing up and like showing and sharing because there's so like just in Latinx just, as well. Like, exactly, there's, like, in Latinx, listen, like next year, the Latinx really native, native. like there's, like, they weren't there. Like, yeah. And like native and like, yeah, but I also think I think what Robin's saying is too like showing like showing up like they they may be there but like showing out, out. right? And I feel yeah. like 
part of the thing too is like it kind of feels like it's in our nature as like black people and you know we're hyper visible but oftentimes we're the ones who and this is like on such a small scale compared to like you know the civil rights movement and like so this is like in the on the ski in us in the grand scheme of things it's like not a big deal but just in terms of like trends and seeing like how we come in and we are like yeah we're here we're the leaky black student union we're you know we're out here and like being visible in that way hopefully will open the space to make people for feel more comfortable to then come and be like okay now we're doing like the asian student union and we're gonna talk with like katie lung about like Oh, be, you know great. what i mean and or, or where we're you know people need to Latinx. have a panel on the chupacabra that image oh, right. my or, just being, or just even like being on the and kinship panel like right like we had um mm-hmm. claudia on there but just having people who were there and who want to bring like things that are one have things that are more like specific to them but then also having like just kind of being all over on programming and on the panels to talk about things like Dumbledore, right? And like not necessarily always doing the the race panels, but also just yeah. being on the panels and talking right. about things that they want to talk about. Especially because and I, Texas, I said this. I was like, why? Where are the Latinx popular? Yeah, I live in America. I was actually talking to someone on staff, and we were saying like there were literally only two visibly Latinx people on a lot of panels, and it was Mark and Claudia. There are a couple that may be Latinx, but we're not visibly so. So, you know, and then you have to ask those questions, which. But I do think, like, and this is something that I was saying, too, is, like, I think it's really important that people understand that we're reading the same books, but we're not reading them in the same way. And we're all bringing our own lived experiences to them. And so I want to hear more lived experiences um, that that are not like mine but that are also not the same fucking ones that i've heard a thousand times before right because the series has been over for like 10 years and you know a lot of the white potterheads have sort of been who've been doing this con even are like all right how much more can we pull out of this you know series without really repeating ourselves and it's sort of like well the answer is to invite, you know, people who've been reading the same books and experiencing it in different ways and maybe in isolated ways and to hear what they have to say because it's a whole new book. It's a whole new experience. Just like, you know, listening to Wizard Team, it's just like, oh, right. These are things that maybe were in the back of my mind or like little comparisons mm-hmm. that I had sort of subliminally made. But like, here's someone expressing them and maybe they're from my point of view or maybe they're not from my point of view. Um, and it's like, this is different than the way I initially read them or maybe a bunch of other people have initially read them and it's just like oh what if a person who is from you know a black person from the UK tells me about how they read the books and how that might be different from how we read them as black Americans and like just that you know um sort of culture exchange and like widening of you know who gets to talk about this stuff will make it for more of an interesting experience and that we get to hear so many new perspectives. Yeah, I mean, like, I think for me, just thinking about, I feel like I think it's something I said when we were on the podcast panel, um, Robin and I were on it, and just thinking about, like, a part, like, the way that we kind of do Wizard Team is to bring ourselves into it, right? And so it's not just of, like, this happened, and then this happened, or these were my kind of, like, general thoughts about Harry Potter in world, right? As a, like, whereas, like, we are really we try to at least like bring in our personal feelings and our experiences and things that are happening in the actual world and relating it to the Harry Potter theories um, in a way that like makes it feel 
like you're getting a new perspective. It doesn't have to just be like, is Dumbledore, which is, I mean, and these are good panels, right? Like, or, and good things to talk about is like Dumbledore, is he good or is he bad? Like those are good things to talk about, but also you can widen that and like broaden your scope to talk about more things as it pertains to you as like a person. Um, because I think that's also how you like figure out and like are able to articulate why this series means so much Mm -hmm. to a lot of people or even just to you specifically, um, is when you then relate it back to like the things that you think about and, and, or were going through when you were reading it, however many times you read it, you know, but I also want to make the point that I will talk about, if Dumbledore pros and cons, I'll have the same yeah, battle every year until I'm 50 and we can talk about the same shit. As long as we come in together once a year talking about Potter, it can be I'm down. God damn it, Robin. Do we have to talk about Seraphine and the pants again? Yes. Yes. Yes, we do. <laughs> and we will continue to. But I also think like in talking about like including everyone's perspectives and broadening the ways people think, I think it is also it's very helpful in showing people like the air of thinking about the concept of like neutrality and objectivity. Like that doesn't exist. Like you think you're reading this book and you're like, Oh, I'm totally objective. I don't have any thought process. I'm just reading the book and going along with it. And what I think about it is the way that it's actually like written. And it's like, no, everyone reads these stories with a lens. And when we have these panels and we talk, even if we're talking about Dumbledore, like, or, like when I, with my panel where we were, um, it was like a rehash of um, Good Witch Mad series that we did last year in um, in Dublin. With it was with a different group of people um, than it was last year. Last year we had um, Robin, Bayana, Proma. Was there someone else? I think it was. I think I that remember. was it. I think okay. that was it. Um, and we kind of like discuss things. I got, and I had like a moment to talk about Molly and my Molly hatred. Um, <laughs> but. You know, it was kind of like you get a different, we start having a different story about like who are the good witches and who are the bad witches and why are they talked about that way and what we're doing. Then this year when we were, we kind of had like, we went on so many different tangents. One of them was, and that was, you know, in having different, uh, different person leading questions too. Um, she asked us about which which kind of like tertiary character story kind of like headcanon have we built out which would we like to hear more about like just from like what little tiny interactions we got in the book what would you like to hear more of and I talked about how I would love to see more about like Augusta and McGonagall like younger and like Hogwarts age and like what that was like and mm-hmm. that was just like it's just like really great to hear different people talk about what they were do- saying and the thing that caught me like Steph, who is Tonks from Tonks and the Oars, the uh, Wizard Rock. Steph is awesome. She's amazing. I love her. Um, She brought up this. I just, like, she said it, and it blew my mind. And I was just like, I got to sit here and, like, think about the wizarding families of the wizarding world and how they relate to the famous muggle families in the U.S., right? So, like, Mm. she basically said that Narcissa was, like, Kris Kardashian and that (laughs) Bellatrix was like Kim Kardashian and so basically the black Lestrange's Malfoys they're all like the Kardashians if you break down wow um I was like oh my effing gosh like this is like this is a panel this is another panel that we should that we need to do like this is ridiculous like and then I sat there after she said that like I was thinking about it all day and then I was like so the Dumbledores are basically the Jacksons 
And that's something I really like. This is the stuff that happens whenever you have a bunch of potter heads just come together and just start thinking about crap. We're just like thinking about things all day and just like marinating on it. Like even after the Statue of Secrecy panel, we had a, a birth of another idea for a panel from the Statue of Secrecy panel. Like you just can't go into this arena and talk about these things without having so many different ideas thrown at you. And that's because you're engaging with people who don't think they think the same way as you on like they have their engaged in the same subject matter, but they're also thinking in such divergent ways about it that you're just like, oh my gosh, like we need to examine these things a little bit differently, you know? I mean, we were in the middle of our social services panel and someone was like, Robin, next year will you be on my panel about Neville? I was like, I mean, probably yes, but like, <laughs> if they let you elaborate, can we finish this panel right now? <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, the number of times I've, I we, I was on a panel and it started going one way, and then I'm like, wait, that's a whole other that's panel. Not that's here. not that's not what we're here to talk about. That's fascinating. Well, we gotta reel it back. Just we only got an hour. Yeah, and that's <laughs> the secrecy debate. I like mistakenly opened up on the idea of like we should just make a reform, and I was like, wait, 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 no, it's actually yeah, I was like, oh no, come back, for it. About, about what we're here for. Mm-hmm. But like at the end of the panel, it came it came right back to like we have to reform it, right? So it's. It's just, that's life. You just go and you're thinking, like, you just, it's so much fun talking to each other that you get wrapped up in talking to each other that you have to, like, kind of rein it in. And then you're just like, well, we have another, there's another year of this. And the next year, there's two of them. So who <laughs> right. Knows? Well, that's my next question is, what are you looking forward to for next year and the next oh, two More diversity. Only taking more, the more, more. <laughs> <laughs> But maybe a a plane to Dallas, you know, I'm just trying to slide up in there. So I'm trying to to go both of them, but I'm trying to swing both. You should try to swing both. We'll both swing both. And so will Portia. Team both. I'm I'm automatically team both because uh, much like Robin's like special Delta dad status, I have Darren's special status. So I'm just like, I'm going to get there. (laughs) Good. Nisi. Find an airline. Yeah. Bay. <laughs> like, airline uh, bay. Like an airline bay. I mean, an airline bay is clutch if you can get right. one. Get I usually one. fly on points, but I'm going to be running real low next year. But I want to swing both because, like, Wizard Team's like showing up at Boston. I'm like, well, I can't be by myself down here in Dallas. What are we doing? <laughs> oh, we're definitely swinging Wizard Team. I mean, swinging both. Robin and I will be at LaVeosacon oh. as well. So we're just. I'm like, going right. to LaVeosacon as well. Like, I'm going to be there. I think, <laughs> but, like, I think what, what got, to, like, what sound, it, I'm looking forward to LaVeosa. Um, and that I'd never been there before. And from how Robin described it, it's more like academic. And that's like me. Like I'm right there to like, how, Portia, how are we going to frame this? Portia printed out, had printouts at your, before you even sat down. There's a printout For every at your, panel I went to. Every panel I went to, I did that. One of the girls on staff was like, first off, she was like, I have to meet Portia. We were talking about this before, like the Thursday before it started. And she was talking about Portia emailing us. And then afterwards she goes, she had a printout for me. <laughs> like Portia was being Wonderful. her truest Ravenclaw self. And I live for it. It's um, a process in my mind, but when yeah. I'm looking forward to like what I'm looking forward to next year, and what I'm hoping happens more is that I noted I just kind of feel like and talking about like how we have like this privilege and like flight privileges and like ability to like know that we're going to be able to be there. I'm hoping that we get, there's a way that people 
like more people of color can be represented and like what I, like if there's any like financial like issues that are kind of like keeping them from I was thinking like about that can. too like, there is this thing that Marco Shiro that um I don't know if he's still on the board but there is a it's a it's a program called con or bust mm-hmm. and it gives scholarships to people of color or I don't even know if they just have to be people of color but like people with limited means um to attend pop culture cons so That's if so you cool. go to con or bust I believe Google it because I don't know if it's a .com or a .org or whatever, but they will help you get to the cons that you want to go to. Um, and so, yes, I think that's really I was thinking about the same thing, Portia, like after having this whole experience and part of me as I like went away from it, I was like, well, dang, why haven't I been doing this? And obviously there's a lot of reasons. A, I just didn't feel like I would fit in, didn't have friends to go with, but also like when I was younger, I didn't have money to be doing stuff like that. That that was just not an option. And I was like, think of how many kids are like I was and are seeing these things on social media and just can't go. Right. Yeah. A lot of them are from the marginalized backgrounds. That exactly. That love to have be there. Um, and it's just, yeah. Yeah. And I think, and really- I think I'm just talking to someone who is, like, very open or accepting of the fact that, like, these spaces are, like, not just white, but, like, rich white kids because those are the people that can't afford to go. Mm-hmm. And um, doing more outreach, too. So, like, it was great that it was in Texas and, like, I was, like, in Texas, you know what I mean? And so it's, like, it wasn't super easy for you to come, but it was easier right. than it would be if it was in Dublin, you know? Yeah, no, so, like, I'm not going to Dublin, y'all. Um, so, like, but also, like, trying to figure out ways in which we can reach out to, like, find those, like, Dallas Potterheads of color and be, like, this is the thing. Because we were getting dinner, and there was a woman who was, like, working, and she was, like, looked, I had on a... Um, a wolf star shirt and she was like yes that and she didn't even know it was around the corner yeah. and she was like by the end of dinner she was buying her ticket for the next year and like <laughs> yeah i like, mean yeah outreach is kind of like because i think on like it's it's people who can't afford to do it but also people who just don't know because they are not in, you know they're fandom yeah. adjacent like i didn't know the was a thing until robin was like i'm going to leaky and i was like cool like what's that you know what I mean like it's because it's just not on our radar because that's not how we process that's not how our relationship with the books that's not a part of it um so like yeah I mean for me I'm just looking forward to like like this like every year it feels like it gets bigger and there's like more of us there and like more visible and so next year I'm just really excited especially because there's two and like I'm just really excited to kind of roll out and like for folks to to like submit programming um, for us to, you know, have all the panels that we'll be on, but also for people like in our community that we've kind of built to also submit their own pro- programming and like bring their voices to the places, to the space as well. Cause I just think that that's like, it's the most, I, I want to be able to not, I want to not be able to go to all the panels that have like something like related to us. That makes sense. Yeah. Like I don't, yeah. I don't want us to be the only originators of like the, of, people of color content yeah 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 like i want to be able to be like oh shit they're doing this thing over here i can't go to that but that sounds lit i'm doing some other panel that's like totally different but still like people of color centered and like not somebody like robin doing like not robin doing it or you know what i mean because i want to do all of the things (laughs) well i just mean like i don't want to i don't like this this time like we all the panels that like 
like there yeah. were panels that we were on that were separate, but and that we were like double booked or whatever. So I couldn't see any of your panels that I wasn't on like personally. But just like it still feels like a BGC panel if like you're on that one. Yeah. And I think yeah. I should illustrate that to anyone who like if you're listening to this podcast and I'm like this is, I'm like whatever I mean, but I'm sure if I had Robin or this too. Who anyone's listening to this podcast and they're interested in submitting a panel, but they just don't feel like they know the structure or they're not familiar with like how like what they need to do to get things um, accepted within the con. Like we are here, like we were or hit tweet us, like listen to like chat with us on the Slack or whatever. Like we're willing to like go over the methods that we've used to get things accepted in the past. So don't feel like you don't have a support structure because there is definitely a support structure here. Always here to be on your panels, people. So if yeah, and also you have yeah, you got you got the team. We are here to like it's not and it's always great to be like to be on your content and like to sort of spread out the BGC universe um, and like help you feel less alone. The BGCU. <laughs> and also if you I'm, I'm also thinking like if you're like I want to go but I don't want to go alone remember Danielle you're not alone you're not, you're not. you'll get there you're and you'll learn we're there and it's not a, it's not an underground it's not an underground flu network like we're, we're very above surface oh yeah you'll oh yeah see us. you'll see us rolling right. um, we're cool it's, you just it's very spot us and yeah. come up to us that's it and all of and I feel like all of Wiki is like that too. So I want to say the things that I'm looking forward to the, the next two is more, more, more growth, more color, more all of that. I want to be on more panels with Maggie. I want to be on more panels with Abby. And I want to like talk more shit about Herbert. And and I think I want to meet people who are first uh, the other thing I'm looking forward to is a some better music. I was just about to say. Ooh, um, I've you already. I want a I've DJ. Already, I got friends. Like somebody hit up a DJ. I'm just. I've, I've already. DJ. I've already put that in my talking points for my postmortem with Leaky staff. Like I, I will be bringing it up. I was talking to someone about. There's a lot of considerations. They wanted some songs that you could like, you know nod your head to but then also definitely leave the dance floor and go get a drink for and go to the bathroom and like that kind of stuff but spongebob is never that but yeah like i think more panels with maggie more panels with abby i love maggie can we just shout out that's okay never mind maybe for people who aren't familiar with who those are that could be a little helpful yeah maggie brevig um at muggle brevig on the twitters and i think on the other things i think on um She's in our bonus episode about magical governments. Like, yes. Back in I met January. her and can confirm what Robin says. She's great. She's literally. I love Maggie. She's literally like the. So I had a mini breakdown before the ball and I was like, fine, I'm going to go to the ball. I will find Maggie. I will get my hug and I will go home. And that is what I did. She is just pure Patronus fuel. And Abby is a part of the Hufflepuff help desk. Actually, the, the entire Hufflepuff help desk yeah. I am in love with. They are all amazing. I think um, that I could always spot Janae at the Hufflepuff help desk. And I just always was like, let me stop by and say hi to Janae. I love also that called. it's not actually called the Hufflepuff help desk. It's just called the help desk. But everyone oh. who is on the squad is a Hufflepuff. Oh. And, and it's not called that. Outfit? They just are Hufflepuffs. They should and they call coordinate it that, their outfits. It's, it's very it's it's wonderful. It makes they should call sense. that. 
I mean, we call it that internally, but like, you don't have to be a Hufflepuff if you want to like volunteer for the help desk. Like, it's not a requirement. It just, it's just how it happened. Just to look at yeah. this up, but it'd be, it would be really cute. It's a cute branding. Like, yeah. like where are yeah. you gonna go if you need help? To the Hufflepuffs. Like, it makes so much sense. That is what it is. Finders. All of them were just really. They're all really lovely people. Obviously, Hufflepuffs who help people. Like, it's in the branding. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, they were just, like, they're all, like, they are the kind of people that, like, definitely were the people when I first got there um, in Burbank and L.A. Being, like, that made me be, like, okay, there is a space for me. I have to, like, I have to move some things, some chairs and, like, you know, like, change the floor pan a little bit and do some feng shui. But, like, we, I can thrive here and, like, we can all thrive here because I, I saw those people and they were always very welcoming and very lovely. So that's, that's what I'm looking forward to. Just more of that. More, 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 more. I'm looking forward to more diversity. I know we've been talking about diversity a lot. Surprise. Um, but not even like, not even for me. Like, I'm glad that like Leaky BSU is here to, like show up and I do hope that keeps growing but outside of me like I even though I'm a mixed black native just woman of color and that that comes with a lot of marginalized issues and whatnot I still feel very privileged in a lot of ways like I'm straight I'm cis I'm able-bodied I mean, I, I, I didn't word it well, but it came up on um, the Wizarding Social Safety Net. I talked about how I have anxiety, which, yeah, that's something that I struggle with. And it's been a lot worse in the past and whatever, whatever. And it's hard to see representation there. But as far as, you know, mental health <laughs> disorders go, like it's one of the most visible. I want to hear from people because it's important as allies to be able to hear other people's perspectives. And I just want panels and just more people on panels that don't look like me like I want to hear more about disability I want to hear more about um different gender identities like I just want more and I think things are heading that way but like I just I just want more <laughs> more yeah. more more and yeah, I want absolutely. more people that feel like they have the spaces that I feel like I now have I will also say though I wasn't able to go but the Spoonie meetup um, and I don't, if you don't know about spoon theory, it's a theory about like, it's for like dis disability and able-bodied mm -hmm. or yeah, that Google spoon theory. Cause I'm not very articulate about it. Um, but the, the spoon spooning meetup got a lot of really positive reviews and someone from the help desk was saying that like the amount of people that were like complimenting the accessibility at LeakyCon, and, like, there's a lot of things that go into that, you know what I mean, depending on where they are and what the, the venue is and what city, like, you know, but if accessibility is something that you're worried about, I will say that out of all of the conventions that I've gone to, like, Leaky and Mischief Cons in general do really care about that and are really thoughtful about it, and even if you have an issue, they will work with you. It goes back to the Hufflepuff help desk, like, they will work with you, and, like, that should not be something, because it was, like you said, Delia, like, something that always worried me before, too, and, like, when I just had my year of yes of, like, I am going, I am going to bring all of my anti-anxiety meds, and I am <laughs> scheduling my 3.5 panic attacks, like, I'm just putting them in the <laughs> yeah, that's how I was like, doing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, 
Uh, but I was like, but I'm going to go. And there are quiet rooms. There are things that you can do and that, and like places that are there to like help make it doable. So I do want to see more people and I want, if anyone listens to this and like, that's something that you're worried about, like, again, you can reach out and talk to us about it. You can reach out to the um, help desk about it, but like, don't let that stop you from, from coming. I just like to point out, like, how, I mean, there's a couple things, but, like, one thing was, like, on Twitter, how someone tweeted at y'all about one of the panels that you had that had, um, it was, like, had the visual, like, audio, like, it was, like, it was the Creating Voldemort one. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, those are, those are tools that are, that are available that people are utilizing and they're, like, cognizant and if more that people are, are aware of, like, the, like, ability to, like, use those kind of tools, the more people, it'll be useful. So, the squeaky will gets the you know, gets the grease. The more people who talk about it and ask for things, the more that it will actually, like, be coordinated, I believe. Um, and along the lines of, like, like uh, gender, like, and gender representation, I know that if you thought, like, AJ, I know from the Harry Potter Alliance, it's what, like, I just know that every panel that AJ was on, like, if you follow AJ around and the people that AJ's on, on panels with, like, and, like, go from there. Those are a lot of really good gender diversity and, like, queer kind of panels. But, the, yes, we do always need more. But just, like, if you're looking for a place to start, that'd be a good place to start. Um, and then I believe um, one thing I would like to see more of that I didn't mention earlier was youth. I would love to see more, like, 11-year-olds like Lily and yeah. uh, just, like, teenagers in general leading some of these panels. Yes. because. Sometimes I feel like we kind of, like, like we are, like, we're the millennials. We're the ones who grew up on this stuff. We are the Potter generation. And And um, don't you forget it. So, yeah, we're going to, like, we're leading a lot of the charges on this, and we're leading a lot of the panels. But I think that, like, we had, like, just like Lily, like, was an example of, like, we, like, really need to hear more from people, like, who have, like, a different perspective. Like, you're growing up in a different time. You have different things as references, and you're thinking of things in a different way. And so I'd really love to see younger people leading some panels next year. Yeah, it would be a good way to, like, keep the con going forward by, like, giving power to the young people that we were slash they were when they were creating this con and stuff, you know? I mean, really we cool. will, because we will be here 20 years from now, Obviously. at least yeah. time. I'm 30. Where are we going? Where are we? Running around, but, like, also... We'll be tired. We'll be faster. <laughs> right. It's like, we're going to be on all the panels, but we can't be running around putting up <laughs> devil snare. <laughs> I'm going to need 30 minutes between each panel next <laughs> right. year, 20 yeah. years, instead of, tw- yeah. instead of 15. Also, shout um, out to our devil snare room, because it was, it was late. Oh, that, was, that was good. It was I was good. Good. I thought I didn't, didn't actually have a panel in there. Did all that work? Didn't get to I had, I had one panel, and I was like, I did this. Yeah. <laughs> It it I just want y'all to know that was like the most um, heavily reviewed room that I heard from people in passing. They were like, "Have y'all been to a double snare room?" I was like, oh, "My friends yeah. did that." Oh. Yeah, they so did it. We we got in there and they had one thing. We saw one piece of like greenery, and so we were trying to be like real like conservative. And then um, Sierra, who runs programming, was like, "Well, we have more." And there was a box that we just didn't see, and she pulled out those bags, and we were like, "Oh." going down <laughs> we had them like winding around the microphones we it had them on good. the, it was so little, good. Uh, the speakers and like yeah it was fun it's um nice. okay so let's do mvp and benched who is y'all's mvp leaky bsu is the mvp um yeah. it's what i'm most looking forward to in the future 
uh, being an introvert who can sometimes in the right spaces be comfortable in being extroverted um I'm obviously happy to be at Leaky in general and sort of make a space there and use my voice there etc etc make new friends and stuff but like the introvert in me is just like this small circle of the people that I could always come back to at the as you were saying Robin at the end of the day and not you know have to be on but are still like comfortable and still happy and still like charged up a little bit it was really great and I just want to hang out with you guys like all the time but you all live so far away so I'm looking forward to hanging out with you all the most next time because friendship Aww. and Hufflepuff Gross. just you know and like obviously um, like making new friends is part of that like we didn't know Danielle and I was just like we did it we've like made someone feel comfortable and I was just also, like busting in my Hufflepuff and I was just like let's wrap her in our arms as a group or whatever she had one moment where Danielle or Julia was like you were you were testing me but <laughs> no. all this damn emotion I was surrounded by a lot of Ravenclaws five y'all you can't be like I, I can't I'm surrounded by a lot of Ravenclaws but, but I feel like we, we keep talking about Danielle as a new friend and we didn't mention like Ashley and then we saw Sorellen Amadigan and then oh god it's so, going to start our our wizard R&B we got a drummer we just we need everything else. Darren is base. We didn't even talk about the Wizard Team meetup. That was we didn't even talk about the meetup. Yeah, so I just wanted to make sure. I just shout out. Oh yeah, Ashley. Ashley was amazing. Go send social media. Girl, like, where are you? Yes. No. Of course. Join our Slack, Ashley. We want you in the Slack. We need you. We need you in the Slack, Ashley. Yes. Of course. I know you're listening. Yeah. Like my not my limit, but like. The extension of my, like, introversion and inner circle stuff includes the people we met at the meetup, because um, that was, like, a smaller group than, like, say, the Potterhearts of Color thing, but obviously that was, you know, a space that I really enjoyed, too, and, like, want to be friends with, like, all those people, especially the girl who dressed up as Sailor Moon as a Hufflepuff. I was immediately like, I'm sorry, I, I'm trying to do something else, but I need to take your picture right now. Um, <laughs> so, like, everyone I was texting who we... you about earlier in the day. I saw her walk by, like, she came by my big for a second and she kept walking I was like there's a Sailor Moon Harry Potter person here <laughs> yes. where is Connie <laughs> it's like I'm on brand all the time that is so on, is so on brand for you <laughs> yeah so like everyone it's and that's what I mean by Leaky BSU is just like everyone you know there's obviously the larger Potterheads of color and like all the leaky people in general that we met and made friends with and stuff but like there's a you know there's sort of that difference between like if you're in the Leaky BSU though it's just like we're like we've been in it all weekend together like all the people like Sherelle you said and Janae just like people who I feel like if I was walking by myself between panels and stuff and it's just like hey you I can go and talk to you and you're not like in this like inner wizard team BGC circle but you're someone I feel comfortable with by myself like that's more of what I want just like to be able to like walk around and be like hey you oh yeah and you and, and you and you and you and just like more of that so just like that sense of community that as we've been saying this whole time that some of us didn't have growing up in this thing that we love so much it's just like really important I also think it's, and I'm happy that's to really, have next year 
that's really great too because then it's like I really want to go to this panel no one else wants to go to this panel oh there's someone else that will want to go to this panel or no one else can go to this panel because we're all doing 80 different things yeah so like you're never you're never alone and there's always Darren <laughs> Darren. <laughs> there's always Darren. Yeah, Darren's great he's Harry Potter Jason but he's in it just enough it, he's, he's like support. He's, yeah he's down He's like, I will do what you crazy. And sat through those panels. He was, he was great. Yes. Shouts out to him. Darren <laughs> is an MVP for sure. <laughs> um, I want to make um, Hogwarts or Leaky BSU as well. But I also specifically would like to make Lily my MVP. <laughs> because Fair. Lily and Maggie. Uh, <laughs> Lily, I'm such Maggie, a Maggie. I'm such a Maggie fan girl that it just feels gross if I don't. Um, but yeah, like those two just made me smile. And like Maggie, I knew it was coming. Like Maggie was like, again, it was like a put pin in my planner. I will smile when I see Maggie. And Lily was like a, a special surprise. surprise smile that I, I just, she was great. My MVP, I think, is just like I guess the portions of the main fandom demographic I encountered I don't know if that's weird but like <laughs> I came in real apprehensive about how they'd react to some of the things that we were going to talk about but they were all really like throughout the panels the, the normal one for lack of a better word and the di- even the diversity ones they just came in so thoughtful and engaging and they like listened like actively listened to what we had to say they came and it was just so notes. refreshing I yeah, just, came up with okay. notes. Someone next to me like, at Bionis Dumbledore panel was taking notes, and I'm like, what you taking notes? Like, people are taking you notes? You don't take notes at cons? Okay. I did, but uh, I might have Not to like that. To like, maybe on my phone. These other Not like the way cars. she was, like, with a notebook and everything. Yeah, you don't, have a, you don't have a con. Okay. But yeah, people Huffle were so respectful and thoughtful, <laughs> and they were just... I, it was great. Like I, it was real heartening to see, and made me real excited for the next Leaky Cons and whatever else is to come, whatever that may be. But just seeing that the fandom is really thoughtful and lives up to a lot of the things that are said about it, I guess. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Portia. So, in true me fashion, um, I don't have one MVP. I have like. Three-ish? Well, <laughs> Robin, so I need three, and this isn't going in the spreadsheet, so it's all good. <laughs> Yay! Respect the spreadsheet. I try my hardest. I really do. Put my check in the spreadsheet. <laughs> <laughs> so first of all, I want to MVP all of the people who came to the panels. Um, they're the real MVPs. Like y'all came through these panels and were so thoughtful, like we've been saying, and like gave us different perspective on things. And I think that. Um, like, people are saying, like, they weren't expecting it, but, like, it's just, like, and just, like, reaffirming how I feel about Harry Potter and, like, the fandom, like, and just, like, helping me, like, be, like, there, this is a space I can come and feel, like, and just be me and be happy and not have to think too hard about, like, it's something about being in the, like, the, like, general, like, world and being, like, oh, yeah, I like Harry Potter. Oh, yeah, like, I can't talk about it because you think I'm a weirdo. Versus, like, being in, like, <laughs> everyone loves Harry Potter. And you're, like, yes, yes, everything. Um, <laughs> like, honestly, that's, it's on par with how I feel whenever I go to the universal world of Harry Potter. Like, 
there's nothing to keep like that's the high that I have from that like there's no way I can like replicate that that's how I feel there's nothing on par with being a Harry Potter fan in a very Harry Potter place that's the one I want to be the same place yeah yeah one year one year (laughs) it was when it was at Burbank they did a thing where everyone went and I just didn't have the funds to do that because I'd just gotten back from I just wanted London. to be in Orlando with everyone, because then it'd be perfect, and then I would just live my life. But anyways, back to, um, so my second, my other two MVPs are Robin and Bayana mm-hmm. for oh, creating a community wow. space where we could all commune and Same. be at least kind of together and find each other and be each other's beacons, and like, we are each other's beacons within the wizarding world, but then, like, even outside, like, we're just all see each other, and um, we had this, like, you have to build out this incredible network that when we're on Twitter and we're sharing this information, people are engaging with us because we're our beacons within the world itself. So, thank you so okay, much, Connie. Y'all are so gross. <laughs> Look at Connie's face. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I did it for you, Connie. I did it for you. <laughs> okay, calm down. I really thought my auto was clicking my video off just now because I'm like, too <laughs> I was like, oh no, one of those is going to cut me off. Being so Hufflepuff right now, but it's I, no fault, I Portia. appreciate that though. Yeah, and and like Loki, my MVP is also Hufflepuffy because I'm gonna make Eliana my MVP. Aww. We good because we good <laughs> because like that, like what everyone was saying, like even though she wasn't able to make it last minute, like she was definitely there, and like we were like we when we were um. Like on when Danielle was hanging out with us, we were talking about Eliana, and she was like, "We're just explaining her to her," and she was like, "I feel like I know her already," and like all this kind of stuff. Who's benched? Poverty. <laughs> Girl, Real. Let me talk about it. So I I benched, you know, not having money is what I benched because mm-hmm. I like we said like we could have been here, but also. I'm like, well, how am I going to get to both LeakyCons next year? And most of that is money, but also the idea of, like, Potterheads of color who can't go because they don't have money is just, like, a thing that we all, you know, experience, but also is a still thing that is still true. And it's just like, why can't money just, like, be better? Capitalism. And, yeah, capitalism. Oh, God, capitalism today. might I'm be benched, but, it. like, I can't really bench <laughs> capitalism because, like, I was walking the floor. So, like, you know, like, that's why right. in this case, I'm just like, poverty is benched. Capitalism is still trash, but it's not necessarily benched because I was contributing to it. I want to bench. It's not very many people. But <laughs> it's promising. It's the people, and I'm not, like, they're not named, but it's the people that, like, fight against inclusion. Mm-hmm. And, like, um, you know who don't even give a chance to things like the Black Lives Matter panel, which was not at all um, supported by Black Lives Matter. Uh, But, and and who... Endorsed by... Endorsed by by Black... Yeah. Um, And who complain about things like the gender-neutral bathrooms and stuff like that, because those are the... the, That, along with money, is why we don't see the leaky con that we want to see in the world. In that same vein, I guess... I would bench, I guess, people may e- either in the fandom or even adjacent to it who remain complicit in those attitudes, I guess, mm. who maybe aren't actively not here for di- diversity, but, you know, just aren't doing the work, I guess. 
Spicy. You know, I mean, you know, I not, I do not disagree. It's just, <laughs> it is what it is. And I mean, I we're talking about Harry Potter fandom specifically, but it exists in most nerd culture. But being that we're talking about Leaky Con and the Harry Potter fandom specifically, there you go. There you go. <laughs> Yep, you're right. Uh, <laughs> um, so I just want to do an honorable mention that I totally forgot to put in my MVP. I'm sorry. Um, so this remarkable Ravenclaw. <laughs> I forgot. I just, like I for, I didn't forget about it, but I forgot to like mention it earlier. Um, and this is why I should write my notes. This is why I should be prepared for things, guys. Like this is why I have to write things <laughs> down and then have to print them out and then have them somewhere for me to read because I forget. That's the thing um, about Ravenclaws. You think we're yeah. just like real smart. It's like, no, I got no, too much I, up I, here. ADD, man. <laughs> like I just like it's a lot going on. Anyways, um so this remarkable Ravenclaw um that was at Dublin last year and I can't remember if I saw her or not in passing. Um when I was at the HPA booth, I saw her walk by and she had the di- Ravenclaw's diadem on her backpack. Mm. I was like, I have to know where oh, this yeah. came from. I love the Ravenclaw diadem and like it's like everything to me. It's like it, it symbolizes like everything. Like honestly, it's like an identity thing for like being a Ravenclaw and like all the things that are tied to that and like the like founder like story and the Grey Lady story. So it's like a lot. It means a lot to me. And um, I asked her about it. She's like, I got it in a loot crate, and it was, like, limited edition. You can maybe find it on eBay. So I was like, okay, goals after LeakyCon is to look it up on eBay, see if I can find it. And um, I kept seeing her throughout the con. And then the final day of the con, she came by the booth, and she was like, Portia, you had such, like, a, like a guttural and, like, like, the most, like, excited, enthusiastic um, reaction to seeing, like, to my diadem that I've ever seen. Like, just to, like it seems like this belongs to you so I made a decision I'm giving this to you this is yours oh, I love Leaky Con awesome. also, also sorry I have another special uh, MVP um, Delia's dress was that Saturday Sunday yeah that was yeah. Saturday yes MVP that shit right <laughs> very magical so I'm benching people who act as gatekeepers and know they're acting as gatekeepers and decide to act as gatekeepers. Like, there's no reason why things can't be more inclusive. There's no reason why more people who read the books shouldn't know about this con. And, you know, part of that, you know, it's just like maybe like it's just not being disseminated in a certain, you know, in every all these avenues. And maybe there's, I like, guess, like libraries. I feel like that's one thing, place that I really asked where I went frequently as a reader who read Harry Potter books and I never really knew anything about Nikons um so like in a solutions oriented mindset I'm just like I want as many people to be able to come as possible and I think that the more people who are working towards the goal of getting people as many people as possible to these cons especially there being two next year in two different regions I'm hoping that people um, think about the ways and just in general in the world right like there's so many different things that you think you don't think you have that much power um, for like regardless of your like your title and your job role and your status and you don't really think about like how you may or may not be acting as a gatekeeper so I challenge everyone to think about that and to evaluate ways they can be better about opening the gate for others y'all are also like 
deep and stuff. I benched the AC in the in the convention. Oh, yeah, but that, was a good thing. that shit was. But that shit was oppressive. It was so very oppressive. Like, are you serious, bro? Why does it have to be at forty degrees? I thought that we escaped winter. And I packed for like I packed for. Hot right. ass Texas. Texas. Right. Texas. Yes. I and then it wasn't like, even that, that hot cold. in Dallas. So then, like, you really don't need the it AC on that high. Out of nowhere, which it never does during the summer. And then they had the AC cranked up like it was 115 outside. It was. Are you serious, bro? Right. <laughs> oh, oh, I need to bench the convention center for the food situation. Oh, yes. They ran out of food, y'all. Like, People were on the first day. On the first day, it was just like, well, I walked over to that area and they only had pretzels. So we avoided that area, went to a different food thing in the convention center, walked in, and the shelves were barren. And then we walked across the street to this um, like Tex Mex place, and there was going to be like a 20 minute wait. And then the bartender wasn't taking looking at us to take our takeout order. We had to go across the street again to a hotel, and we tried to get sandwiches, and they were like $7 sandwiches that were not that good. They were cold. They were freezing. Like, literally they're still freezing in our free- sandwiches. They're still, they're still in our hotel. Wow. Hopefully they're not still in our hotel room. Thank you all for joining us for this LeakCon recap that I knew was going to take two hours because it's five of us <laughs> and we are who we are. Um, follow, you can follow everyone on Twitter. Connie's at Contact24, which you should probably know already. And she Portia is at <laughs> Portia underscore Obvi. And then Delia's on Twitter at Delia Dumbledore. And on Wednesday, we will resume our regular schedule and we'll be discussing chapter 19 of Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince, Elf Tales. Um, so read and follow along and join the conversation on Twitter at WeBlackAndNerds, hashtag Wizard Team. Same as always. Thanks, y'all. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>